0: What was that quote we used to say on (laughs) Psychiatrics? God, what was it? Nobody knows how to use OBS. Anybody who tells you they know how to use OBS is lying. (laughs) Yeah, probably, yeah.
1: Uh, very true. Very true. And welcome, one and all, to episode 63 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavisions Magazine. Today is December the 13th, 2020. I'm Graham Cookson, the production editor of Megavisions. And joining this week, uh, we welcome back a special guest. He is a self-professed internet hermit, but all he wants for Christmas is you. It's Nick Flair. And we have a man that needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway. All he wants for Christmas is his two front teeth. It's Scotty Moe, the managing editor for Mega Visions. Welcome both. Welcome. Uh, before Hello. we get into your introductions and stuff, uh, as always, we'll be answering some of your burning questions. We have our picks of the week, where we'll be chatting about a series of animated podcasts on Netflix. Scotty says... The humbug with Bill Murray's Scrooged, and I get festive with a media clerk in Last Christmas. Plus, we have our feature discussion where we're we'll looking at non-Christmas games that totally remind us for Christmas for no apparent reason. And as you might have noticed, we are streaming this live. So, uh, but we won't be playing a game this time because we learned our lesson from the last time we did this. We learned from our mistakes. But if you're joining us live today, feel free to drop in and throw any questions or comments in the chat, and we'll do our best to answer them during the show. So, join us to get one step closer to Christmas in this week's Mega Vision show. So, as always, as we begin. Let's discuss our week. Uh, Scotty, I'm going to start with you, my friend. Have Here been I day. am.
2: Uh, you know, shopping for the holidays um, and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Uh, I um, I thought I could tell a short story that's definitely a Scotty problem. Uh, in today's uh, year of our Lord and Savior Sonic 2020,
1: um,
2: <laughs> I went to a retro shop that was closing, <laughs> like going out of business sale. And uh, well, I don't know if it's going out of business. They just tried. They're going to uh, they're going to retire the store or whatever. But uh-huh. went there. Uh, I mentioned I got a bunch of things last week, uh, including that Dreamcast Mayflash converter t- that lets you mm. play. That lets you use a Dreamcast controller on a PC. Um, I bought one of the three that they had. And then I thought uh, I said, hey, Megavisions people. This is a problem we have that we need to do this thing that this thing does does anyone else need one and like five of you popped off i'm like no i told you there are two left not enough for the entire class <laughs> and and like but then in retrospect i was like i can't really timely do this now because that that store is an hour away But realistically, that's like three hours out of my day to drive there, Mm -hmm. spend some time there, probably grab food on the way to or from and then drive back. I was like, I can't realistically actually do this right now. So I'm like, I'm sorry, everyone. But the thing about it is like those converters, I was trying to find them before the marathon this year. Impossible. Nowhere online. Nothing. Nowhere. And like people are trying to spike the prices. They should be 25, but I was seeing them for like 50 and 80 and whatever. And and there they are, like in a glass case behind other stuff. That if you know what they are, you want one. And it's like, not in 2020 does anyone need to use a Dreamcast controller on a computer, but there's the ability to do so. But I was like, I can't. I, maybe if I go out there, I just go. I'll buy the other ones. But I was like, whatever. This is this is me, uh, just needing something I don't need or other people do. And then my mom just got a new car, and she's like. It doesn't play CDs. I need a CD player. I'm like, oh, mom. And, (laughs) you know, I I don't want to say, okay, well, typical mom problem, right? Because the guy who sold her the car, it's a brand new car, 2021 thing. And he's like, well, nobody really uses CDs anymore. You can, uh, because everybody has their music on their iPhone. My mom's rebuttal. I don't have an iPhone. I'm like, oh, mom. So... (laughs) Uh, so she's like so all I want for Christmas is a CD player that you can hook up they make them you can just hook them up to the car and just pop your CDs in I'm like okay and Rachel thought she meant like a, a, a Discman a Walkman you, know, oh, you just okay. plug in somehow and I'm like I don't think that's what she's talking about though because the, like if you just flat out buy one of those no matter where you set it in the car it's going to skip and so I'm like I'll look into some stuff and I found literally this thing that it looks like it should be put into a dashboard because it is Mm -hmm. just the disk, just like the the hole to insert a disk in and the eject button. That's it. And then it plugs into USB. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can probably find this. So um, the Wish website comes up and it's like $50. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's fine. I load up the Wish site, $80. And then I even asked in Discord and someone in our Discord was like, I think this is what you need. Here's a video. And I looked at him like, yep, that's exactly what I've been searching for. So I go to he's like, maybe Amazon or eBay magic can make it happen for before Christmas. I go to Amazon, $200, $250 Ooh. for this thing. So, again, it's like my mother needs a CD <laughs> player for her car in 2021. They're not anywhere. I went to Best Buy, went to Walmart yesterday. And all you can find is like the dashboard stuff, the Bluetooth crap. But it's yeah. like, if I were to stumble across this in a freaking Sam Goody or something, it'd probably be sitting on a shelf for 40 bucks because no one gives a shit. But if I try to go to the internet, just like this Dreamcast converter, everybody's like, oh, it's sold out unless you want to give me your firstborn. You know? And, uh,
1: <laughs> so oh, it's just, duh.
2: I thought that's a fun, like, only would I, or I guess my family, have that issue, <laughs> you know? Um, that aside, though, uh, on, on a turning it around on another very Sega problem, this is a little thing, but going into my pickups, um, I got a new power strip. <laughs> and what? not just is it a power strip, but it has USB ports, which is really cool. Nice. Um, Ooh, but you nice. guys can see how the, uh, the inputs are sideways. So, fans of the Sega 32X, Sega CD, Tower of Power will know this is what you need to plug in three brick, stupid um power bases oh, so okay. i could, this is basically going to be my 32x cd strip <laughs> nice <laughs> but i was stupidly excited to find that because they all of them <laughs> face the other way for anyone that doesn't know what i'm talking about at all just look at a power strip all the outlets will be um vertical if you're looking at it long ways like up and down um and uh Oh, while I was at Best Buy trying to find that thing for my mom, I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm, gonna, I'm not leaving this store. I've been walking around. Not only did it take me 20 minutes to find the auto audio corner, which is like near where they pull the forklift out because nobody's buying that crap at Best Buy anymore. And I was like staring at all these things and like taking pictures of the, the QR code to try to figure out what it actually is because the name's so long you can't read it on the strip. I was like, I'm going to buy something. I, I'm, I'm I hate this. I hate today already. So <laughs> I so I found Alita Battle Angel on Blu-ray and DVD for Ooh, eight bucks. I'm like, oh, nice. I like that movie. Fuck this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great.
2: So oh. I was I was uh, pretty happy about that. So yeah, hit a Best Buy. Honestly, just because this is not an old movie, like it's relatively yeah. new. But yeah, you know, hey, uh, what up, TJ? What up, Iron Chef? Um,
0: oh, hey, Yeah, the trio hey.
2: adapter. Iron Iron Chef X mentions in the chat the trio adapter. That is a thing. That um, for anyone that doesn't know, we're a Sega themed podcast and magazine. The Sega 32X and Sega CD hooked into the Sega Genesis. Says you have to use three power cables. That's three blocks like bricks. I could pick them up and show them to you, but the, someone did make one that is all of those combined into one brick. But the Ooh. I've I've not seen those like able to buy those for years. They're always sold out whenever you can find them. Um yeah that. yeah about 30 bucks he mentions it's a french site that he found them on. I, I know exactly uh, what you're okay. talking about.
1: Oh, maybe I will. Um,
2: I don't think it's Stone Age Gamer but I forget where it is but uh they're two people that make them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's, again, oh. I I yeah. should start a feature called very Sega problems or something. <laughs> um
1: trio adapter.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um that aside, uh going to try to end it on a, another po- uh, more positive note. Uh, We got a bit of a mail call from I Am 8-Bit because Rachel and I ordered the uh, lovely edition of Untitled Goose Game on the Switch and also got the vinyl. Wow! hard to show this without a reflection. The vinyl, I love the simplicity of the cover. Uh, It's just the goose honking for audio listeners. And then the uh, case itself is just this guy. Um, It's still, it's not open yet. Um, It's still shrink wrap, but it's got some cool stuff in it. Uh, the, 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 the vinyl itself, for those that have played, you know that the music kind of matches what you're doing. Um, and it kind of like, kind of trills and flutters about on the piano. This actually is, uh, designed a certain way with grooves in it so that it never plays the same way twice. So it's kind of in relation to the game. It's a really cool idea. Um, but this has some cool stuff in it. Um. I don't know if I'll do an unboxing for it or not. All right, well, I could do an unboxing live. You guys want a live unboxing?
1: I don't have a problem with that. If if you want to yeah, do a live unboxing it. right now, let me. Uh,
2: it's up to you. I don't have a sharp. Okay, I've got some toenail clippers. I'm going to use to open it. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
1: Hopefully, you. <laughs> let me. Uh,
2: stuff. Let me do that. Um, okay, bear with me a moment, and I'll I'll prepare
3: myself I, for I, Scotty.
2: Unboxing. As you're
1: preparing yourself, uh, just so you know, retro game cave apparently has some of those uh, trio adapters. I don't know if you know. Are they for sale right now? Uh, just trying to actually. Look.
0: Buys more shit.
2: I can't
1: actually see a sale button, but they've got.
2: Wait, that uh, probably uh, means no. Uh, you look for that. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna dress myself, and by that, I just mean put sunglasses on. Shut
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, right. Well, they've got Game power supply units. This is great. Join. Scotty in that real quick. Do uh, all the are these duo things? Oh my god. Uh. I can't I'm I can't wear
2: my headphones while I do this, so just tell like wave to me when you're ready.
1: Uh I'm gonna say we're ready.
2: <laughs> oh that's right! son you want some goose you got it an entitled goose game you might call yourself a people 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 person i'ma be a geese goose yeah buddy you want to take you want you like taco bell we're gonna take bell you know what i mean this is the lovely edition oh we got millions of jokes for you You know what else why did the chicken cross the road because the goose was too busy making his game of the year you idiot yeah, let's get some of those out. <laughs> you get a sticker right there. No goose to be found here. You get a map of the lovely city that you're going to be invading. You got to get your stuff going. Look at that town. Everybody's going there, going here, going there, going everywhere. And then you got to make sure to check out that reverse box art. Mm-hmm. And we got a tasty Switch game, so we got to make sure. All right, Untitled Goose Game.
3: Uh, <laughs> all right. Pretty. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, so whenever, <laughs> that, whenever you I, do, I love it.
0: Whenever you do Scotty Mo, I remember you telling me that um, you had a manager or whoever who, like ask if you could do Scotty Mo in a GameStop and you were like, "No." <laughs>
2: oh yeah 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 yeah, because um, that's a bad idea, <laughs> Graham. You'll have to get me that video so I can put it on my YouTube. That game tastes salty. Uh, <laughs> No, my, um, my boss at one point, uh, <laughs> the, the boss I had at that time, cause manager, you know, the turnaround for managers in any retail, but, um, she was like, <clears throat> you got a channel cause that was very monotone around her. Cause I kind of hate her guts. Um, I was very monotone and very much like if you've ever seen Bob's burgers, how a lot of his responses are like, hmm, uh, mm. hmm. like I, a lot of that. And she hated it, but she was yeah. familiar yeah. with, um, my unboxings and she's like you gotta channel some of that into your salesman pitches and stuff. I'm like uh, no. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna <laughs> I was like uh, no it's the same as like what Steve Martin said about most of his characters in movies. Nobody wants to be friends with that guy. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know where the um, I don't know where the box art went. Oh there it is. <laughs> So it does have a cool map, and the instruction manual is like a plaza, uh, like a little like coupon nice. book or like nice. sales book of it. So, ooh, nice! Yeah, Untitled Goose Game is a great game. It was my game of that year that it came out. I think that was just last uh, year,
1: but just so last year. I I know of Untitled Goose Game. and I've seen the artwork and stuff. I have no idea what the game is though. Like, can you quickly just describe what you kind of do in it? Or
2: I'll describe it as I open up the vinyl as well. Um, okay. The game itself, you play as a goose, and what you do is you have a honk button, you have a grab button, and you can you have a, a button to like open up your wings, but it serves no purpose. It doesn't make you f- run faster. You can't actually fly or anything like that. But you just go around messing with people. That's it. Like you just <laughs> you have to like get a farmer to try to nail a sign down, and he hits his thumb. Uh, you have to s- form a picnic. Uh, you have to put. Like by stealing his food and putting it on a blanket, you you steal things and move them around and just cause general hell for for the human race.
0: There's a, oh, a wow the level where you just bully a child. Like that's my favorite one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty sounds... good stuff. So there are oh, objectives wow, in the a... game that you have to do, and yeah, just do color. them. Okay, wow. Oh, that is so, cool. Aside a from nice this science. being like
2: a poop brown vomit color. Yeah, man, here's the soundtrack.
0: Um, That's cool. Yeah, what color is that going for?
2: I don't know. I don't see how you guys yeah, can for, see there are some colors in it for the
1: audio yeah. listeners. Yeah, it's kind of like a brownie, orangey color, but with like different streaks of other colors in, like reds and yellows and greens. It and blue, looks like
0: it looks like um, one of those lunch meats. Uh, uh, those it, ones. One the, of those lunch
1: meats. It looks we'll like one of those lunch meats. It looks like a one of those joke vomits you get, like, you know, those rubberized joke vomits, but really flattened, like someone's just... Oh, I cannot read any
2: of of the tracks on here, it's all in French. Ah, nice. I don't know if you guys can (laughs) see
0: that. Um, Yeah. I did show this game to a friend of mine, and she actually hated it. She was just so mad. The
2: controls are not great, Yeah, I will admit that. Yeah. but they recently also announced that they there's a big add-on coming out that's going to make it two-player. Rachel and I are fucking pumped for that.
0: Ooh, interesting. Okay,
2: yeah, it's such a fun game. When her friend was over uh, from out of state, they sat down and played it, and ended up playing the whole game. It's not that long, but it's good. There's definitely replay value. Untitled Goose <laughs> Game, everybody. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, this so is another.
2: Also worth pointing out, uh, I am Eight Bit uh, does have an eco-friendly version that they put out we did not get that one because we i guess hate the planet but they
1: have that oh okay okay that's interesting what does that mean mm-hmm. just less packaging you just get a
2: yeah switch? it's made of card it's made of recycled cardboard instead of plastic yeah.
1: okay that's cool that's cool um yeah i i i, I, I am i chef in the chat has said uh they take the goose fe- well they take the goose feces and flattened it into an lp that's what it looks Hell like yeah really vital yeah that's basically what they've done that's a good description love it um, yeah, Sorry, just, a I just quick...
2: took over the podcast. <laughs>
1: that's okay. <laughs> uh, with the retro game cave, it, it says it's coming back in January. Uh, that uh, trio block thing, but oh, apparently, I got that power strip now. Apparently, retro game supply is doing it for twenty two euros. So check that out. Uh, yeah. About thirty bucks. Okay. Yeah, I can check that out later. Nice. Uh, so, is that it? Is that for your week? Oh, that's it.
2: I'm winded. That's
1: it you're done lovely (laughs) it's nick buddy welcome back to the show thank you for joining us especially on our live show you brave brave soul and uh yeah (laughs) how have you been doing what have you been up to
0: yeah yeah i've been good thank you for having me um not just you know life (laughs) Uh, last time i was on here oh no god no uh yeah last time i was on here i was talking about um fitness boxing and some games that were coming out oh, <clears> yeah. for the switch Uh it's that funny because i was like i was like that's that was only like a week ago but no that was like two months ago <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's been a while um, for,
0: yeah yeah it's it's crazy time is super fake um but in that vein um <laughs> fitness boxing 2 has come out and Ooh. i uh i bought it um and i'm enjoying it i will say um I am annoyed that the um, the progress from Fitness Boxing 1 doesn't quite carry over. It carries over like um, stats, like height, weight, and any progress that you made uh, in that game as far as your fitness. But it does not carry over your um, technique. So okay. I've had to restart learning like basic punches from... The scratch. So like my first week's worth of workouts were all like jabs and straights, and I'm like so bored. Um, But (laughs) they do add some features that I was really happy with, like um, Fitness Boxing 1's, um, not ducks, but the steps mechanics were super buggy in terms of detection. (laughs) Sorry,
2: since I just unboxed Untitled Goose Game, you said ducks, and I thought the game threw ducks at you. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's that. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, the ducking, can't. the ducking mechanic, and the um, damn it, I can't unhear it. Sorry. Um, some of the motions, like you know, dodges, guards, and that sort of thing, had um, buggy detection, and you okay. can actually turn it on um, to auto-complete those. So for me, the sidestepping motions were always the ones that would not. Detect so I just set that to auto detect, and it Hmm. should prevent me from having like rage, (laughs) rage induced boxing, um, (laughs) from missing and messing up my combo. Uh, So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I haven't gotten around to playing um, Empire of Sin, um, but I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. Um, I did end up trying uh, the new Spider-Man game, uh, the Miles Morales one. Um, and I actually also completed it. And I was shocked that it was $50. How long is it? Really oh, short. wow. Oh. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, it's like, it, it doesn't make any, um, it doesn't hide the fact that it knows that it's short, because there's a bunch of things that are locked behind New Game Plus, And it tells you that from the start. It's like, hey, these abilities and this um, skill tree will unlock after mm-hmm. New Game Plus. But what's, I wouldn't say
1: what's new. Oh, is that like you complete the game, but then you get a, yeah. another mode you can you play start, through? Okay,
0: yeah, you start back over. And, okay, um, it, it's interesting. There, it's it's if, if you've played the Spider-Man PS4 um, version, you kind of know the basic mechanics. Like pretty much those are unchanged. You play exclusively as Miles Morales. Um, it replaces a lot of like instead of Taskmaster challenges, you do. The Spider-Man challenges where Peter is giving you like obstacle courses to run through and different things like that. Okay. Um, and then it adds, of course, um, the Miles Morales exclusive powers. So using <clears throat> his uh, Venom to shock things or um, his invisibility, which is great because you would have those base missions where you were trying to um, take down a gang hideout, and it would always really annoy me that it would sometimes mix stealth and combat objectives to fully complete the base. Um, but it's actually really easy now, because you can slip in and out of invisibility. So if you right. say, if it says do you know 10 stealth takedowns and you mess up at 5, you don't have to restart the whole thing just to get that over. You can just go into stealth, um, hide out, and then uh, try and complete those stealth um, objectives again before you go back into combat. It always did really annoy me, and I still hate that it does mix the stealth and combat um, objectives in hideouts. I wish it would focus on one or the other, but I mean it's fine. At least there's a at least I don't have to restart the whole thing to do it. Mm-hmm. I kind of uh, wonder
2: if they. I hated the stealth missions in the in Spider Man. I wonder yeah. if they put those in there just knowing they would do it with Miles Morales and that it would make more sense with him. Because those like that and the Mary Jane stuff just kind of just sucked. Really, it did. It, I... it really, in my opinion, it, it like it didn't break up the gameplay. In my opinion, it brought it to a
3: halt.
0: Oh yeah, so. it did. It did slow it down, and mm. for sure, like looking back on it, I, I like the stealth uh, missions, but I really love stealth games. So, a mm. kind of uh, Spider-Man based stuff um, I enjoyed. Um, but the the cloaking powers definitely make it a lot better. Okay. Um,
1: so, would you say it's actually a really good game, even though it's quite short? Or what do you think? Like,
0: if if you were so, if you purchase the PS Five Miles Morales, you get Spider-Man PS Four and PS Five oh, okay. um, for free. You don't get that the other way around. So if you haven't played Spider-Man PS4, but, like, for whatever reason, if you haven't played Spider-Man PS4, like Spider-Man, and haven't gotten it, get it, because it's an amazing value. Because then it's the entire Spider-Man PS4 game, Miles Morales, um, all running on the PS5. Hmm. If you really like Miles Morales, I don't know, I get it, I guess. It it, it adds some (laughs) side missions Um, There's a lot of fun visual um, Easter eggs and like custom animations and stuff. Um, And the character sounds very distinct. He's not Peter Parker light. He's like awkward and still trying to find himself as Spider-Man. So it's, it's interesting.
1: So if I put Miles Morales for the PS4, Mm-hmm. do i also get the Spider- the ps4 spider-man as well no you don't because it says on the no. ps4 if you buy this you can get you get the upgrade to ps5 version of miles morales yes but i yeah. assume so you're saying you can't get P- no okay. it's
0: it's it's bizarre like they had a little chart to explain how to purchase it but oh, basically if really you get Spider-Man, well, they have a
1: chart to explain how to buy something it's never yeah. a good sign.
0: <laughs> the spider-man ps5 miles morales gives you the remaster of spider-man for the ps4 on the ps5 right you, okay you can just buy it vanilla on uh, ps4 doesn't right. give you any side and there's no way to purchase or upgrade just from ps4 spider-man to the miles morales edition that's cool that's exactly. the bo- that's yeah. the seat i'm in awesome thanks Jimmy. yeah
1: because <laughs> i just for just just for clarity, Nick, I literally just got a PS4 like a, a few weeks yeah. ago, and then we just started playing it. But I was like going through the store, and I saw, um, yeah, um, I saw, I was, like, saw this PS4 Spider Man because I've never played, because never had a PS4 before. Yeah. I was like, oh, I might get this, and I saw Miles Morales. Nick, so I was like, oh, you can get that on the PS4 as well. Awesome! But I didn't yeah. buy them. Uh, no. But that's good to know because I do plan to get a PS5, for hopefully not too far in the distant future. So. I, mean, yeah. I can I can hold out, I'm not obsessed with Spider Man. I don't need to play it right now. Yeah, I do like the games. But, it, yeah. it's
0: a lot of fun. Um, you know, if if you haven't played the Spider Man PS four um in any uh version, it's it's like a return to the days of the Spider Man uh two game. The oh, swinging good. is really fun. Um the side missions are great.
1: Um I, I liked it a lot. Spider Man or the P- uh, Spider Man Two was I still think one of the best superhero games I've ever played, like yeah, hands yeah. down. It's just so good. It's it, you do yeah, feel like yeah. you that's are. That's the majority Spider-Man.
2: opinion, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So that's good to hear. So uh, anything else? Anything else you've been picking up, yeah, or doing, or buying, or whatever?
0: Just really briefly, I tried Cyberpunk. Um, this this PC that I'm on can't run it. Um, okay. The PlayStation 4, I've seen enough videos to know that I'm not even going to give it a shot. Um, (laughs) Like, there's texture popping and visual things. I just helped uh, my brother build a new gaming PC. And I was just hanging out with him. He had it on uh, medium settings, and it was still quite pretty. Um, But he was in this section that had so many bugs, where Mm. all the trees that you could see, uh, all the trees, when he would turn his head, would briefly appear. Like, okay, no matter nice. what. That's the M64 graphics. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, it's not so bad in the city, because in the city, there's not really trees. But he just happened to be in the Pacifica area, which is south of the city, and it has all these palm trees. So every time he was turning his head, all of these Watches would appear and i was like what are those and he's like yeah, they're all trees. damn
2: i heard about the glitch of the trees all appearing very tiny like populating shrunk
1: oh wow i have
2: heard plenty i'm, I'm so, super yeah. bummed out um, uh, but i i heard they I, I... probably should have just pushed it back even more um yeah but I'm I'm bummed out, but at the same time I'm not. I was literally looking forward to three games this year: Doom Eternal, Last of Us Two, and Cyberpunk. I just started Last of Us Two like two weeks ago, so I'm not going to touch Cyberpunk anytime soon. So hopefully mm. by the time I get to it, they've got some stuff patched out.
1: So I've got I've got oh, friends. Oh, Iron who... Chef. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh so sorry, was that? Oh,
2: uh, Iron Chef addresses possibly an issue that uh, your brother was having there. Nick, he's oh, at okay. seventy-two hundred RPM HDD fixes a percentage of the issues. Yeah, so yeah. he's
0: running an SSD. So I, I don't care. know if that actually makes it better or worse.
1: Hmm. In theory, that should be better because SSDs do have a faster yeah. transfer rate. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> so, so yeah, um, I've got I've got I've got a group of friends who all have the new Xbox Series X, and they've mm. all said they that Cyberpunk's been running completely fine for them. Um, mm-hmm. Even though I've, I've read lots of reports about uh, the Xbox One, PS4 being really buggy as shit and stuff. I hadn't really heard about P- problems with PS5, PC or Xbox Series X. So, But you're mm. saying the PC version for some people is... Well,
0: I I think the consensus across the board is if you've got a sophisticated enough PC, it works fine with some visual issues. I know that the PS4 and Xbox One versions, um, the big issue is that the hardware is not up to date with the software that they're going for. Mm -hmm. So like they have to downscale the graphics a lot, which ruined the mood. Like specifically, there was this intro um, side by side screenshot um, where you're sitting in a car. And you're looking at this guy who's, like, talking to you, giving you missions. And in the way that it's supposed to look, it's, like, dark. There's mood lighting. You can see smoke. And then in the version that's able to run on PS4 and Xbox One, like, all of the lighting is flat. And you kind of look like you're in – you almost look like you're in a PS3 game. It's kind of weird. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah.
1: That's, that's a game, I, I mean, I've been kind of semi-excited about Cyberpunk, but it's also a game no. that I've try. i I've quashed any hype about it in myself, because I'm like, there's no way this game is going to be as good as everyone expects, at least not on launch, because I yeah. the think there's so much to it. Um, I just want to yeah. play
2: as Keanu Reeves. I heard he's basically the game, so that's why I'm yeah, still yeah, yeah for it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <They're> like, <laughs> I, I don't watch any of the trailers. I didn't see any gameplay other than when I watched my brother and tried it a little bit myself. So I'm still... Mostly positive. I don't know what it's about or what's going on. Um, but I saw Keanu Reeves. And as soon as Keanu Reeves popped up on the screen, I was like, dude, 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 h- how much of the game is he? in?" And he's like, oh, yeah, he's he's in like all of it. And I was like,
1: OK, awesome. You play Bro. as him.
0: I did not expect that. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't that Bro I down that. with Keanu and be Keanu. Just that's
2: dreams. Cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. I fucking I saw I, I won't I won't say anything for fear of spoiling you, Nick, but I saw a trailer that was more Keanu prominent And I I looked at Rachel, I'm like, this looks so stupid, but I don't care how the game is going to be because this is happening. And I can't say anything, but yeah, it's just very Keanu and it's great that he is in it how he is in it. So awesome. It's cool. Awesome.
0: Uh, So the last, yeah, the last things um, I actually realized what my uh, pickup was Um, for Black Friday. You know, there's a lot of the shopping going around and, you know, I'm. I would need to spend too much to rebuild my PC from the ground up. Um, But what I did want was a new chair. And so this chair that I have is the Secret Labs uh, Omega chair. So it's got like a little lumbar pillow. It's really nice. Um, The old one was kind of squeaky and wriggly. But this this is, uh, you know, especially considering the work from home.
1: How comfortable is it is it really good or? it's
0: so it's very it's firm and supportive um which right. at okay. first I was like oh man I spent like you know a few hundred dollars on this chair it's like not soft and cushy but it I actually don't feel like I'm hurting when I get up and get that's out of good. the chair and yeah. that's what it that's what they um, talk about on their website It's like it's not a super soft chair but it's it's supportive in the right ways and it's solid and it'll last yeah. you.
1: Because so. I, I was genuinely looking at that chair um, when I got this chair. I got this chair just when the lo- first lockdown happened earlier this year. and Because mm. I just needed a new chair. I had like, a basic old PC chair. And I was like, I mean, if I'm going to be stuck at home for months, I want a better chair. And yeah. this is not... Exactly. So those chairs, I thought, were too expensive. for my. I, I was like, oh, I'm not sure I could really afford that. So I got another gaming chair, which is a bit of a cheaper brand. It's better than my old chair. It is quite comfy. But yeah, sometimes mm. after like eight hours of working, I will get up and I'm like... <sighs> Yeah, I'm kind of even it's kind of soft and cushy. You do feel kind of feel. Yeah. I'm actually I'm good, but I'm not super comfy. I don't know. Like yeah. you don't feel like you're getting all the support you want. So yeah, that's yeah, exactly. interesting to hear. Maybe I do need exactly. to stop being a Scrooge and pay that little well, extra.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the so the Black Friday deal on it cut down the cost a lot. Not not a ton, okay. you know, but but enough for me to be to go from like I can't justify this purchase to being like, well, it's a long term investment. I'll yeah. I'll have it for a while. That's like fair. shoes, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, perfect exactly. Uh,
2: Do you want to say how much you paid for? Because I am looking at those. Like, are you? You don't have to uh, if you don't want
0: to. Yeah. So the Black Friday, what they go for, it, I guess you know they. Yeah. So they typically go for about four hundred. Oh um, boy! And the <laughs> <laughs> the Black Friday deal gave you seventy five dollars off. So after taxes and and all that, um, it ended up being like three fifty. That's
1: um, pretty good. Yeah, that's it, one. Th- I'm sorry, I, 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 I love, I love, I love you guys. I love America. But one thing that drives me nuts is that you guys don't have taxes included in your price. Like in yeah, pretty much no, Europe it and everywhere, me crazy
3: too.
1: you have your price. Like this is four hundred pounds. That's what you pay for it. You don't like oh, I need to add yeah. them, like twenty percent or whatever. Like so, I've got Well,
2: <laughs> but then the marketing wouldn't work for saying something's ninety nine ninety nine. That that looks <laughs> yeah. way better than four thousand 000 zeros.
0: Well, and and that's what that's what messes me up is that like I was like okay, so with the with the discount I'm only spending really like three hundred dollars, and then I uh, and I <laughs> loaded up and it's like three hundred fifty. I was like, wait, what the heck? That's not a discount. But then yeah, pretty much, <laughs> uh, pretty much the um, Black Friday is that it gets rid of those taxes and fees and all that. So I'm just like It's eh. like
2: free shipping and that's it basically.
0: Yeah. Well, and and so the other thing is that this is the 2020 edition the one that they came out with for this year and when i ordered it for black friday they were like hey there's a big back order realistically you are not going to get this chair until 2021 and i was like fine i'm not like in desperate need of a chair you know i'll I'll wait it out and then the next day i got an alert they're like hey your orders on your order has been filled you're on back order be patient and i was like okay well they're, they're telling me i'm good with it and then uh, a few days later, they're like, hey, so your chair has arrived. And I was like, excuse me? My estimated <laughs> shipping date was January 2021. That's service. But, you
1: That's know, cool.
0: it's here. So nice. it is well what done. it is. Oh, excellent. Uh, and this, this is the only, this is where I'll end it. It's not much of a pickup, um, but I was reorganizing and cleaning um, my closet the other day. <clears throat> and I thought I had lost this a long time ago. But it turns out that I had locked it away with other important things like my... For
1: the listeners and viewers, what is this? What what are we Uh, looking at?
0: This is the soundtrack for D4, Dark Dreams Don't Die, which is a game that I play with regularity on my streams, despite the fact that it's like a four-hour game. I've played it like five times on stream. (laughs) Hell (laughs) yeah. 100%. Nice. Uh, I love this soundtrack. I love its creator, Swery. I've, I've talked about him before on this podcast. Um... But this is actually a precious gift to me uh, from Scotty.
1: Hey. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's autographed. Um, yeah. The uh, by
1: Scotty or. Uh,
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, no.
2: I, yeah, I signed it. Yeah, I made that <laughs> game. soundtrack. <laughs> um, yeah, it's silver Sharpie there. I, I was at PAX East when I used to frequent PAX East. And this was the year the game came out, I guess, or was about to or whatever. There's not really a physical yeah. version of it. And so I'm just like wandering around and I see some short Asian guy signing stuff at the booth. (laughs) I'm like, I think Nick likes this game. I'll, I'll go up and it was like, um, by the, uh, Oh, good. You want to go ahead and ban that person? Graham in the chat. Oh, you can't, I'll I'll get it. Don't worry. Um, somebody's plugging stuff. Anyway, I walk Um, up to this booth and I see this guy signing stuff. I'm like, Oh, soundtracks like 10 bucks, whatever. I'll get, I'll grab one for myself. I will do this too. And, um, and the guy was just standing there next to it Sinus. I was like, oh, here you go. It, he didn't speak a lick of English, I don't think. Um, and he yeah. just nodded and was very appreciative. I shook his hand, and I was like, thanks, thanks for that. And I walk away, and then um, I think one of my buddies was like, Scott, that's the creator of the game. I'm like, oh, cool. I think Nick will really like this then. <laughs> like, it didn't phase me, because I had never, I literally only knew of the game through Nick, and that it was only on Connect at that time, or something yeah, crazy like that. PC so as well
3: oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: but there, there's a picture somewhere it's probably saved on my old computer or something of when nick receives that and it's the one of the happiest yeah. i've
0: seen him where he's like holding it like a little a little boy oh, that's brilliant I, love that. I, I was in like john cena attire uh, specifically like i was trying to get picked up from the airport dressed up like john cena and i almost uh,
1: don't understand what that means i know who john cena is but what john cena attire it,
0: yeah, so I had on um shorts, like jean shorts. Right. Okay. Um, tennis shoes and then his shirt, the one that says Rise Above Hate. I had the hat and I had like the wristbands.
1: Okay, on, I got like, get, exactly get you exactly yeah. like
0: John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and um uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. But I remember when he gave it to me, I was excited. Like, he snapped a picture, and I was, like, asking him questions. And he was like, yeah, so, you know, the guy was there. I just had him sign it. And I was like, you met Swery? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was some Asian guy. He was either Swery or <laughs> someone. I don't know. <laughs> and I was so <laughs> – I was beside uh... myself because he was just, like – I don't know. It's it, it would be the That's same. That's what PAX
2: it. is though, because it's PAX is just so crazy that you'll just have devs walking around the floor, and it's so congested, like Comic Con. You won't even see them at first unless you know yeah. who they are or something. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember walking by before Evolve was out, and they were trying to pitch it as an esports thing. Uh, yeah. uh, um, Randy Pitchford and uh, Cliffy B were playing the game against each other, and like they were trying to do like shoutcasters and stuff. And I'm like, fucking whatever, yeah. and I keep walking, Definitely. not realizing at first that I just walked by like. At the time two of the most important people in current game uh current day game dev
3: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: so seeing this guy like sign stuff i was just like ah whatever he probably did the art i don't know (laughs) whoever this guy is (laughs) yeah
3: yeah
1: oh that's so cool um just very quickly in the chat um uh, just iron chef just mentioning about the cyberpunk thing with uh, the hard drive speed apparently ssds should be fine so Mm. maybe the game is just that buggy uh also uh, TJ Kitsune says, uh, Nick is very brave, but why is he sitting in the dark? So, yeah. Uh,
0: do you want me to demonstrate why? Like, I can real quick. Sure. Because when I turn this light on, it blows out the light <laughs> everywhere. So, I think people would rather... I can see your guinea pig, though. Yeah. Uh, she's...
1: I oh, she's a guinea out. pig. Oh, Yeah. Well, if it's dark, it probably guinea pigs are nocturnal, aren't they? They come out was that hamsters? Uh, right. I don't know. It's oh, it's yeah. mostly
0: hamsters. Most. Uh, okay, I, mean, I don't know. There we go. Not a rodent. Oh, don't get me started on it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this will devolve into guinea pig talk. Um, that's for the
1: next show. Well we'll do that next time. Yeah. yeah okay that's that's cool that's also good stuff there um so moving on to me i'll try me as fast as possible uh i have an apology to make to any Mega Visions fans and stuff my arcade racing legends review is still not up uh it's been three weeks or four weeks it's nearly a month basically since i got the game did my unboxing video i recorded the game i played the game recorded it and i still haven't got the review up i've written it and everything um i may just have to put the written review up first before i can get down to doing the video editing just work has been insane and yeah and it was actually my just throwing it out that it was actually my birthday yesterday so i just spent like a day of not doing things i didn't want to do anything on my birthday so uh happy belated yeah Uh oh, thank you very much thank you sir yes that, that was not me requesting any any shout outs but yeah uh so Excellent. yeah maybe this week i will just put up the review and then get to the video review as soon as i can to be, to be fair um other stuff um i've really got myself into the fear of the walking dead have you got you have you guys seen fear of the walking dead
2: what what's the walking dead i've never heard of that and i also <laughs> yeah. live in a cave
1: but, okay yes the walking dead but fear sorry the walking dead <laughs> The one that no one seems do, to talk about. I do, because
2: it's everywhere. What?
1: Oh, like over here, no one seems to care about Fear the Walking Dead. Like, the Walking Dead? No, oh
2: I'm, God. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, fear I'm, the Walking it Dead. Should, that show should have ended five years ago. <laughs>
1: okay. Not Fear,
2: but the regular one.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but the thing is, the Fear that fear the Walking Dead, it started off okay. I was like, oh, this is fine. It's not amazing. Then it suddenly got really good. Like, season two and season three, I was like, this is a great show. I'm enjoying this more than the original. And then they did something... Like with one episode, they tried to make it like a really epic episode uh, about one of the characters, like basically being a hero and stuff. And I was just sitting there going, "None of this makes sense." Like Kate was loving it; she was like sort of getting emotional, and crying at points and stuff because she 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 loves like a good emotional storyline. And I was like, "No, no, I'm not. Uh, this is bullshit. This doesn't make sense right now." Because essentially, stuff's like like a big epic thing. I don't I don't want to spoil it unless you're. I don't it. think. It will uh, not be a Chad,
2: sound off if you care about *Fear of the Walking Dead* spoilers. I know I don't. someday yeah. I'll catch up with *Walking Dead*. I love the the books, um, but uh, yeah,
3: I'll, uh, I'll try, give I'll, it a couple
2: I'll, seconds and you can keep okay. talking about it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll say for myself while we're waiting for a response. Like I got into *Walking Dead* late, and I borrowed the I got the omnibus or whatever it's called, with the game, the Telltale like Collector's Edition, and that was my introduction to it. And then I borrowed all the DVDs from roommates, and then I watched it. Um, I binged season one and two, and then three I was watching on a weekly basis, and I honestly could not keep up because of how slow that show is, that I couldn't wait another week. Uh, my buddy AJ, um, who some of us will know, uh, he honestly would watch it fast forwarded with the subtitles on and just unpause it when there was actual talking because a lot of that shows just people it's like lost a lot of that shows just
1: people looking at each other
0: (laughs) yeah that's why no i was gonna say that's why it's my gm but i can't even
1: pretend so a couple of things uh tornado jones says happy year reminding that you're old graham thank you thank you dude and um red jaguar hey red jaguar thanks for joining um he says hold off he may watch it someday so i'll try i'll try and describe this in the vaguest way possible it shouldn't ruin the show for you because if you've ever seen a walking dead show you'll vaguely know it's about zombies and stuff and the the predicaments they get in essentially something happens in an episode which leads to some problems every decision the main people way or the group that you're following makes is the wrong decision and i even i can see that from the out i'm like why are they doing this because this doesn't make any sense it then leads to big problems And there's a point where some people are stuck in one area. Some people are stuck in another area. Stuff's going down. There's like millions of zombies around them. And then somehow somehow, the group that's kind of stuck gets split up. And some of them leave and some of them can't leave. And then the other group who's like, they're trying to leave and they can't leave either. But basically something happens where some of the group can leave, some of them can't leave. But the way they make it out is like this this emotional thing where... um, like one of the people becomes like tries to martyr themselves and like you know save everybody else, but I'm like, no, 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 this doesn't make sense because those people have left, but they're saying these people can't leave even though they could, totally could leave at any point. Like they're, they're like, mm-hmm. oh no, we're surrounded by zombies, but I'm like, dude, you can literally... They're like they're like in a car and they're like, oh no, we're surrounded by zombies. Like dude, you've got like five minutes before those zombies get to you. You can drive forward right now but they don't. And it's just I was just sitting there going, this is, this is just... R-. And I've watched a few episodes after, I watched like six episodes after that now. I'm like, this show is not as good as now. I'm just like, I'm just angry now. <laughs> I'm just that, that one episode. I'm like, Whoops. God damn it. <laughs> Screw yeah, it. That's, um,
2: that's what happens with... Uh, I mean, if we ever want to have a show... Of, oh, sorry, Nick, you were lagging for me, I guess, a bit. No. I mean, interrupt you. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I, I was just going to say, that's what happens with the like drama-based... Uh, tension shows where it's just like when you see something dumb that shouldn't have happened and it like makes no sense as to why it happened it brings you right out of it and yeah that's what happened totally lost so
1: totally, yeah mm-hmm. and so oh, yeah 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 um yeah so just for the yeah. chat and i am talking about fear the walking dead not not the original walking dead series there's a bit of confusion there um just yeah we could, something we could have a
2: whole show about shows that just dropped off so hard because of one bad decision or whatever i won't go yeah. into it but this might even enrage the chat to start talking about it i know it would if i didn't know i was going to say
0: this heroes,
3: <laughs> heroes.
0: yeah man no show got Can't. killed by the writer's strike like heroes did like that guy oh yeah fucked man. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah this this could be a whole other show a uh, whole other show to talk about yep. and stuff, but there's one show that I do think survived the to strike okay, and that was the American Office. They did it in a way they managed to do stuff with the episodes that kept it going and every other show i watched at the time just died i'm like oh god damn it
2: uh, <laughs> um I'll, I'll uh this is the last time i'll interrupt you Graham. i promise but red jaguar says wasn't here as bad from the beginning i don't remember Ooh. it ever being good no i don't want to hype it up too much but honestly the first season is some of the best like superhero related writing i've ever seen
1: for a drama it's really oh, yeah. good i i think season two is still really strong and then yeah just started to it's as strong it's, as, it's as
0: it can. Halfway be. through seasons two, where you can, it's like night and day. It's it's like when that um, show uh, lost what, what was it Homeland or something, where they oh, lost yeah. the funding yeah. and they had to start just shooting like poor CGI for like part of the episode. Uh Ooh, It's just it's it's the um, the equivalent because it's like things are happening and they're written well and then all of a sudden it just like goes into crayon mode and the same with the writers <laughs> where it's like people just start doing things and you're like what is going on yeah yeah um
1: yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah i'd, I'd say Hero started off brilliantly like it's just an amazing show oh yeah um, yeah um yeah uh, other than that uh i watched uh the new mulan mulan 2020 on disney plus nice i mean I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. I've, I think it's got the decent story, but it's an established story. that has been around for hundreds of years because it's actually based on an old poem, like Chinese poem and legends and stuff. Uh, there's some bits in it that I think are pretty cool. Uh, and then it's also, at the same time, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I was, halfway through, I was just like, I don't even know if I'm enjoying this. Like, I think, that's cool. That's cool. But then I'm like, this is terrible as well. This is just so bad. And so... My advice: if you really want to watch Mulan, watch the Disney cartoon version because that's just fun. Or if you want to see a live action version, watch the 2009 live action starring Zhao uh, Wei and JC Chan because that was actually a decent I didn't know movie. About but that. No, no, one, no one knows about it. It was not made by Disney. And there's no singing in it or anything. It's just a live action movie, and it's more about what? like the military and fighting and stuff, which is cool. What makes it so bad? Oh, so. So, if you don't know, the live action one, unlike other Disney live actions, this hasn't got no singing in it. It's not like a musical, like their normal stuff. Yeah. And which I feel like you lose stuff from um, Mulan because there's some great songs in that. They although they do play some of the the music to one of the songs uh, at one point, so you kind of in the background you can hear some of the music going on, and and that's cool. There's some elements to it I quite like about the story, but they've added in some new characters. There's a whole thing about uh, Mulan's not just a person. She there's like some people in the world who have chi, so they can do basically crouching tiger, hidden dragon stuff. Basically going on, like she can do some cool flips and like kick no. a spear and someone and stuff no. like that. But she's uh, cannot
2: make a kung fu movie. Oh no. yeah, that's
1: that's what this is trying to be. This is trying to be a straight up kung fu movie in my eyes, but it's not ah. doing it very well because I'm a massive fan of martial arts movies. I grew up on Jackie Chan movies and stuff. I love I love that genre. But yeah, this is. And I don't understand if this was actually filmed in Chinese originally, because most of the actors do speak English. There's a lot of um, Asian actors in it who do speak English, and they, are, they do appear to be speaking English. And there's a whole other group of actors who don't who seem to be lip-synced. I'm like, was this filmed in Chinese originally? Because these people seem to be speaking English, you know, it's all synced up. And these people seem to be like, yes, I am here to save the girl. And it's just like, what is, what is going on with this? Yes, we have to um, save you. Get out of the village now basically yeah um um uh, yeah i don't know it's um it's just a mix of really great ideas and really some some genuinely quite good stuff and then just terrible terrible bits i'm just like wow oh man uh hey, honest, yeah, people, you didn't
2: pay the extra 30 oh, or whatever stupid yeah, yeah i'm was. glad I,
1: yeah i'm if, if you've got disney plus i think in the future i'm just gonna wait for anything so yeah i'm glad i didn't pay that extra money it just came, yeah it's now available for free free on disney plus uh so yeah but and no yeah, additional wow. charge.
0: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a lot of people in Hollywood really don't understand or respect the way that uh, movies are made in China, which is why, like, anytime you see them ape it, it's really bad. And it's just, like, it's basically, like, conflicting ideals and ideologies on how to make a film. So I've seen, mm-hmm. it like, uh, what was it? The Forbidden Kingdom?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Which it was is hyped up as a marriage of uh, the final, like, co-starring of jackie chan and jet lee mm-hmm. there's so many western influences in that movie because it's hollywood driven that make the parts that are not they don't allow jackie chan and jet Li to just take over really really bad so
1: oh mm. uh, so it's ooh, i i like that movie but i am just a massive jackie chan fan so i probably just got a soft spot for him
0: well yeah i mean anytime jackie chan and jet lee are doing things like fighting it's it's fine it's it's good even um but it's like the forced comedy and specifically like the white kid going around doing things uh yeah gently yeah, yeah, yeah. peeing on
1: jackie chan like <laughs> you know that's that, that happens great. yeah well now well, you got strange. me <laughs> great story that's that's everyone wants to see yeah that's a whole other website to go to uh, <laughs> yeah but, yeah i get <laughs> what you mean yeah some some of the these Asian, some sort of Asian movies are influenced by Hollywood directly. It's just, mm. yeah, I, I feel like if, if if they had the budget from Disney in like Hollywood and then just said, went and said, hey, you make a movie, you know, it's your, it's your culture, it's your, your essence, please. Oh, that's not yeah. going to happen. Well, no, it'd never happen, <laughs> but if they could do that, that'd be bloody amazing. Um, yeah. mean,
2: yeah. Meanwhile, Transformers are the hottest thing over
1: there. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, oh, wow. But uh, I, and I have a, just other very quickly, i got a couple of pickups. They are digital versions. But with my PS4, I decided to finally pick up Journey, which is a game mm. that I wanted to play on the PS3, but I never bothered to actually get it on the PS3 for some reason. I played the demo on the PS3. And I was like, this game's great. I'm really enjoying this. But the demo is like mega short. It's like five minutes long. I was like, yeah. oh, this is cool. Uh, if you don't know, you're kind of this... And I had the best way to explain it. You're kind of a monkey, a monk type person is going through like a deserty world. There's no talking or anything like that. It's just literally all like there's music and it's, it's like really lovely flowing. The way it flows, like the, you, you're not told to do anything. You just sort of go through and you work out, Oh, I need to go up these stairs or I need to, you, you kind of unlock these abilities to sort of jump and like sort of hover in the air a little bit. And you work out how to do that. It's just all very natural in the way it flows, but you're, your journey is from the starting point in the desert to some like massive mountain you see in the distance at the start, and it's a beautiful game, beautiful music. It's really cool, uh, and you can finish it in two hours, which is basically what I did. <laughs> so like I played it like two lunch times. I was like, ah, oh, lunch time, quick play on this. Second lunch time, oh, I finished the game. That was great, though. I really enjoyed it. So I it
2: unfortunately, a lot of the joy from that game came from people learning about it through body language by playing co-op online. And I don't mean to diminish it or your experience with it, Graham, but unfortunately, like, it's going to be pretty hard to replicate that at this point with that game. Yeah.
1: So there's a two player mode, was there? Whoa.
2: Yeah. Welcome to journey, Graham.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what do you mean there's a two player mode? I'm pretty sure it's mostly a two player game.
1: It's a single player. It's very,
2: um, it's very cooperative.
0: Wait. Yeah.
2: Interpretive, Interpretive? cooperatively driven.
1: The game is you're just one guy going through a jet on a journey. On a, journey. Like on a desert yeah.
0: in a desert. Yeah. It's definitely a two player game, man.
1: <laughs> wow. This is this has enlightened me in new ways. So if someone else has has it, can can we play it together? Who who has got PS4 and wants to play that with me? I did I, not know uh, there's no not. there's no indication I... to me playing the game that it's a two player game, because at the start it's just a screen that says new journey. You press X. And then you're like the
2: Yeah. What it was there's, is you stumble across people. In yeah. The yeah. Okay. There's yeah. No, you do... There's no verbal discussion between you. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, it's very, it's very similar. It has a similar feel to like a uh, eco or, or shadow. Oh, the wait. Or
1: so those people, the people you meet in the game, are they just actual other players or something?
2: Yeah. They're, they're other I players. don't know. I played like five minutes. Uh, I,
1: I thought they bit. were just AI. I thought there's randomly these nope. AI people you meet. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. the way the way it looks, it looks like at the end it tells you the people you've met. I just assumed you get to find other people. But wait, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. It's I it's saw. Not I saw solely I, two
0: player. It's not solely two player or solely one player. It but the the sections where you are connected with somebody like there, it's a big thing in the game. The nonverbal but, communication and using the scarf and all that
1: no because here's the thing there's a couple of so i actually saw some of the gameplay footage before i got the games so i was thinking should i actually get this game so i watched the youtube video there's a scene. there's a bit where you first meet a guy in the desert area that is exactly the same stuff happened to me as someone else did on youtube like in that bit then they met the person they do were doing exactly the same stuff it was very much seemed like that was ai stuff there's another bit later in the game where i was with someone and they they the the character died but that was a very much set up scene because a monster came down and like hit us both like we were trying to hide under this thing and it, it got it and he died and i was just me on my own and there's another bit where we meet one of the guys and there's a stuck in the ground they can't move and i was like okay so i mean i it to me just seems like a single player game i'm not saying i'm not saying you're wrong that there, there's no two two player game it seems like those bits were staged they were not
0: I will have to look at it specifically. I know that when it came out that there were people talking about how it affected their perception of meeting strangers online. Because um, there was this one piece I remember where somebody was like, I got to the end of the section where both of us knew that we wouldn't be able to go any further. And rather than go through, we just kind of stood there and hung out and just like pressed the chime button back and forth um, to prolong just hanging out with each other for a little bit.
1: Okay, um, so hmm. yeah, Red Jaguar saying there is multiplayer bits, but you can play it single player. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. Like, yeah, huh, okay. Well, my experience as single player was brilliant, I loved it. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can play it multiplayer, that's even better, I guess. Yeah, yeah. um, oh, I didn't realize apparently it's on Windows as well and iOS. Mm. Hmm, okay, didn't um, on iOS. so yeah, as a single player game, it's great. As two-player, if you can still play it two-player, then, yeah, I'd love to do that Go at some point. And uh, I know we've gone on for quite a while. Um, I've also picked up Greedfall, which is a game I've actually been interested in for a little while because it just came out on uh, Game Pass, basically. So have you guys heard of Greedfall? Nope. No. So it's on Xbox One, PS4. I believe it's also on Series X and PS5. It's an uh, open-world RPG game. But it's, it's uh, got emphasis on, like, uh, building up relationships with factions and stuff. I'm quite early in the game. I've got through... There's, like, a whole opening section bit where you're in this, like, port city, town. And the whole idea is the world has got this um, illness. That's well, it's quite topical, actually. There's an illness in the world that is, like, killing people, basically. And, like, a bit... Yeah, I think it's... Wor- I'm going to say worse than COVID. Sorry, that's the wrong way to say things. That's a real world thing in this, like people get kind of like their skin starts to like get really bad. They, their eyes start to go as well. So it's kind of like you'll physically get more deformed as well. Um, but you've, there's the, you've kind of discovered this new island that's like months away or whatever. And it's like medieval kind of semi medieval style setting, I guess you've got pistols and stuff, but like old school setting. And, you uh the whole point is you and your cousin are going to this land you're going to be like ruling over this new land as you're establishing a whole new settlement and there's this idea that there is uh the fountain of youth or the fountain of life there somewhere so that they might be able to get a cure for this illness and there's loads of weird creatures and stuff on this in this new land so yeah and essentially i've done the whole opening bit and now just got to the new land place and the game is very impressive but also feels a bit weak in some areas like the, in the town and stuff you're walking around in it feels very full of life like there's loads of stuff happening and everything but um, it's also very restrictive I found so it's not like Skyrim for example where you can literally go anywhere and do anything a lot of it is like you can't walk through this section you can't jump for example you can climb up walls and bits um, and you can jump across gaps there are a certain distance where you have to build you have to unlock skills to jump further gaps and things like that And, um, yes, it's restrictive in some areas. And also, it's cool in that, like, when you're walking around the town and stuff, if you go inside a building, the door's just open you walk into the building. There's no loading screen or anything. And I thought that was actually really cool because you can just run around the city, basically, with no loading. It's great. But when you go to the bigger island, the island is massive, but when you walk from one area, like, um, to the next one, it goes to, like, an area that says, oh, you now go to this camp. You basically go to this camp where you can sort of sort out your your party and uh, your equipment, and it loads up the next area. But when you go to the next area, it's not like you've just moved on a little bit. You've moved a whole chunk on the island. So you're not completely open to the whole island, if that makes sense. Uh, The the areas are massive that you get to play in, Mm. but it's not like the full open world experience. And it's kind of cool. You have a little party of like two people with you, but it's not a turn-based game. It's all live action. So you are fighting properly. So I'm really impressed with it so far. But also, like, oh. all certain things don't feel quite right. Like, the controls get a bit twitchy at times, and the camera I found very twitchy. But, yeah, so I might give an update next week on that, I guess. Uh, Greedfall. Yeah, Greedfall. Gotcha. Greedfall. Greedfall. Yes. Yeah, check it out. It's a uh,
2: it's title of it... my uh, Prog Rock Side Projects first album. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice nice um but that's it so that's i guess that's our week so we're now moving on to scotty moe's mail sack or wonder yes the mail sack
2: we got the mail sack beautiful mail sack oh nope that's wrong that's very wrong that's right it's the mail sack of wonder i'm gonna do that from now on so that the mic actually picks this damn thing up <laughs> um so we uh i'll just read them off twitter chandra free at spooky chan all i can think of is christmas nights i know that is christmas theme that is themed christmas game but one of the best demos ever um so what we asked was if you have any non-christmas themed games that remind you of christmas uh so they said christmas nights and um i replied on twitter saying something like that's a great pick I did a whole side episode on it. I'm going to be streaming it this coming Tuesday. By the time this episode goes out, people will have hopefully watched that and joined me with that very chill stream. But that's what they said was Christmas nights. In Discord, we got EJ who says... Just like your pick shows, Yakuza always reminds me of Christmas. Yakuza 1, 2, and 5 all take place during Christmas. When you enter some stores and restaurants, there are Christmas carols playing, and there are Christmas decorations scattered throughout the city. During the credits of Yakuza 2, Silent Night plays. In Yakuza 5, there's a sub-story where a bunch of punks are being are beating up Santas in the city. Of course, uh, Sajima ends up in a Santa costume and saves the day, including a heat action of him breaking a sleigh on a punk's face. Did not know about that one. Um, have you guys experienced that?
1: I've I've watched videos of it, but I've not actually played it.
2: (laughs) I gotcha. Um, and then uh, also in Discord, Harry Milo says, Snatcher and Shenmue definitely for me. I love games that take place during Christmas. I also love the Christmas vibe Sega tends to put into their games, but there are certain games that I've kind of ritually played around the holidays. I really like sinking my teeth into a deep RPG around Christmas time, and for some reason, Mega Man games.
1: Yeah. So what? What? just, so, just to be clear, while our question this week was non-Christmas related games that remind us of Christmas, I think I feel like these maybe fall into our category from the previous week, which was um, games you wouldn't expect to have Christmas in them. So that these games all do have a little Christmas tie to them, but that's really cool. I think those are really good picks. You guys have uh, given a shout out for there. Uh, definitely, Shenmue is one of the ones that we, as we spoke about last week, I think it's just it's great. We just walk around and you're like, oh, Santa's there, like just randomly around Christmas time <laughs> if you're mm-hmm. playing the game. There's, there's no
2: productive play. purpose, but he's there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's great to see stuff like that in the game, and yeah, the Yakuza game. I do. It's been a long time since I played Yakuza 1 and 2. I did not remember them being at Christmas because I played them back on the PS2, but uh, I'll take your word for that. I can't, I can't actually remember that being a thing. Uh, but I knew about Chris, uh, Yakuza 5 with the Christmas uh, missions, like with the Santa stuff, because that's just brilliant. I think that's a great little shout. Yeah, fantastic. And so that that's it for the mail sack, is it, Scotty?
2: Uh yeah, I was going to say something that I forgot. Oh, um they mentioned RPGs. I wouldn't be surprised if that maybe is chalked up to like, oh, my long break from school has started, so now I have time to like sit down with an RPG. I wonder if that mm. maybe correlates yeah. with it cuz that's yeah. um that's kind of I, I the reason I think of that is I only ever played through Panzer Dragoon Saga the first time um during summer cuz I had like don't dive into rpgs or jrpgs and that one i i was able to just zone out when i didn't have this was you know when the game was sort of new so i i didn't have school or a job um then so that i assume that i don't know about the Mega Man games though maybe you just got one for christmas and you ended up playing it or something Mm -hmm. um do you guys have any comments on those though
0: Uh, any of the either of those i mean uh i always think of knights um related to Christmas because of um, your streams for Christmas nights. Uh, it's, it's one of those regular things that I would uh, access. And <clears throat> I remember, and it's still saved as a clip on my uh, in my Twitch account of um, me hanging out with you during one stream and like right before you leave, I like ask, y- <laughs> I tease you about the uh, the trailer for the Sonic movie the because it was before they remade uh the cgi so oh is the horrifying cgi and you're just Mm -hmm. like trying to sign off and you're like later (laughs) fuck you (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i don't remember that at all (laughs) i'll find it real quick oh
2: my gosh that was that was last year or what i guess it was last year a year ago Wow. wow huh okay yeah, I don't remember that, but that's not to say that. I mean, that's not surprising. I <laughs> don't remember I say I say a lot of things a lot of times. So, um, yeah. Any other any last comments on that before we close up the sack, uh,
1: Just great, just great choices, great picks there. So yeah, love it. Yeah.
2: Cheers. So I guess that's gonna do it for the mills. So. Someday I'll remember the tune. Tones so. <laughs>
1: So that moves us on to our next section, which is our picks of the week. So, as always, if you're new to the show, as always, every week we have some picks of the week, which can be something related to video games, movies, uh, books, anything basically in the vague realm of entertainment that we've been enjoying over the last week we want to talk to you guys about because they may not be the greatest things in the world, but we've had fun with them. We feel like in this crazy lockdown world, you might have some fun as well. So let's, let's crack on with it. And I will go to Nick, Nick Flair. What is your pick of the week?
0: So there is a series on Netflix that uh, my brothers introduced me to that. I wasn't sure that I'd be into, but I actually ended up really liking called the midnight gospel. Um, They are a series of, uh, podcasts, um, I don't remember what the original one is entitled. Um, but the, Oh dear. Hearing my... I'm hearing us. Yeah, that's no, okay.
1: Us. Sorry. I'm I echo. I, it's okay. I've just muted it. Hopefully the echo's gone now. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, there are a series of podcasts, um, that were cut down and made into these, Episodes anywhere from about 26 to 40 ish minutes and they're all really Interesting because they're all are people who are pretty alternative. They're deep in philosophy Their topics are like on self-reflection on death on forgiveness um, And they're all really oh. really interesting um, And there's like a little mini story. It's very uh, adult swim-esque Um, you know it's animated but it's like not for kids and um, it's covering heavy topics while also like people kind of die or whatever Um, specifically there's an episode where this um, the main character is talking with this bird who is attached to this prisoner and while the main character and the bird are talking about the process of trying to find peace with yourself and understand and grow as a person, this guy is trying to break out of prison. And he's in like a time loop situation where he dies and then comes back. Um, and he's trying to break all the way out. And every time he dies, he comes back to the start. Um, so it, it's it's very weird to watch, but it's also really interesting. OK.
1: Yeah. Let's,
2: uh... Uh... Chris has told us about this before, Graham, but I, I am wondering if he was talking about the same thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I, I feel like I haven't heard this. Um,
2: yeah. I, Does I, it look like Steven Universe? Yes. Yes. Okay, I think Chris just did a really bad job of explaining it then.
1: Right, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
2: just looked it up. It is the exact same thing, but he just talks about going into different dimensions and, like, uh, taking control over someone else's body, and that's
0: all he said about right. it. Right, okay. He literally yeah. said nothing you just said about the show. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah that's, that's the setup, is that, yeah, he goes into different dimensions and whatever, but it's the context so that he can have these weird podcast-style interviews with people, and they don't have to relate to each other.
1: Right. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay, Interesting. Uh, no, it looks. It looks. It, oh. I just had a quick quick Google on it. Looks. It does look quite interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is. I feel like this is something that would never normally come into the, my realm of being. Like even if someone just mentioned it, I don't think I'd really like look into it as much. But yeah, that, it's what you've described. It is quite interesting. So.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Uh,
1: yeah. Scotty, have you got any questions or any further thoughts on that? No. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, that's that's like, fair enough. Yeah. I mean it uh, looks
2: interesting. I'll maybe I'll check it out. I'm more inclined to because I know that it does have a plot, sort of, so
3: yeah.
1: It's just, just like Nick, is it actually quite depressing or is it actually more fascinating and the stuff it goes into? I think it's
0: I think it's more fascinating. There's not really a coherent story arc. Mm-hmm. It's the guy he goes into the you know universes and uh interviews people and they they are pretty heavy topics so like i said self-reflection um uh there's a pretty uh interesting interview with so he does with somebody uh, with his mom about death and um you know accepting that and moving on uh talking with somebody else about grieving and loss um forgiveness all these very interesting philosophical topics
3: Hmm. cool okay
1: well yeah that's again, definitely more not, i think that's definitely more
0: interesting chris powell's description of it
1: yeah so. <laughs> fact, just, fact, that's definitely more interesting than what chris mentioned before because now when you when you mentioned it again scotty and what well, he said about the dimensions like oh yeah he did say something about that um <laughs> so thank thanks for joining nick brilliant yeah. <laughs> thank you you served your sure. served your purpose love it excellent uh so scotty what about you what is your pick of the week
2: yeah, I honestly, I couldn't think of anything because I, I started restart I started rewatching Stranger Things and then we watched Die Hard last night. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure anyone who listens to this podcast is familiar with either of those. There's nothing to be said about them. <laughs> so uh, instead, I thought last week we watched the Bill Murray Christmas movie, Scrooge, which I think people forget about um, oh, yeah. here and there. But Bill Murray is basically a money-grubbing TV executive that runs this company that has to put on this show for Christmas Eve live. Um, and he is then visited by the three ghosts of Christmas, uh, and it's Bill Murray. So, it's good. It's funny. Um, maybe not entirely a family movie, so watch if there are children around, uh, but that's uh, all uh, That's all I, w- I want to say about it because it's from the 80s, so I don't feel like I could say much that hasn't been said, but Scrooge, huh. if you need oh, your no. Bill Murray fix this holiday, uh, and not have it be a very Murray Christmas, which was kind of a weird special on netflix i didn't think it was that great um just a bunch of stars throughout it but scrooge is a good time
1: yeah definitely um this is i know i it was about this movie yeah. i have it on vhs that's that's how old school i am with it um, nice so i i love it i think it's a great movie it's one of my favorite christmas movies of uh, thing of all time oh, to be honest. okay yeah I, I i put it up there i put it high because um it's one of those ones that it's weird. It does kind of embody the spirit of Christmas. You've seen a lot of other movies, but it's, um, yeah, I can feel the way they do it. It's so different to any other movie. It's, it's brilliant. It's so funny. I think it's just hilarious. And, um, yeah, it's just a great take on, if you don't know about it, it's a great take on the Charles Dickens. Um, uh, uh, I've just forgotten the name of the court. What it's called. Ah, the classic Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Thank you. Right. Just remind myself. So it's a You're great awesome. take on a Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, a, a modern twist. I say modern because it's now like 30 years old. So not really that Right, old.
2: yeah. And uh, yeah. Red Jaguar in the chat says, I don't know if we mentioned this actually at the beginning of the show, but we don't have the chat on the video, uh, just technical difficulties. So if you think we're all insane mentioning the chat, there is a chat happening as we record this <laughs> um, through Twitch. But Red Jaguar said, it's weird that I don't think of Bill Murray outside of Wes Anderson movies now. Um, I don't know if that's, that is not weird if you're being introduced to him now-ish, because uh, he has not done, I mean, he's he's probably in his late 70s now. Um, So it's not surprising he hasn't done too much. Uh, We could have a Bill Murray podcast because he's one of my favorite actors. But he's great. That's not totally surprising, Red Jaguar. Uh, so I'm trying to think what Wes Anderson movies that would be uh, Steve Zissou and um, the aquatic whatever of Steve Zissou, and I forget what uh, Isle of Dogs. is another And, one.
1: and also Royal Tenenbaums. He's oh, is that? that uh, I think he's in that. Is that Wes oh, Anderson?
3: They're... Yeah. Yeah. And now,
1: now, now you're double. Oh, God damn it. Is this going to be the whole TLC thing all over again? God damn it. Oh, good uh, fucking <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Oh dear, I'm just googling it out uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, yeah.
2: Red Jack Guitar says Royal Tenenbaums Definitely, but I'm sorry sir, but I don't trust Your opinion because you didn't know who Kurt Russell Was until three days ago, so <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: So yes, Royal Tenenbaums. I'm just messing
2: <laughs> Okay, cool yeah. I'll add it to my list of movies I need to see That somehow yeah, He's done so much and not been a main Character that if like, it's very easy to miss a Bill Murray movie.
1: Um, totally. Um, I don't know if you know about this little factoid, which I've heard from three different sources now, on like, various podcasts and stuff I listen to, so I believe it's true. So I'm going to go with it. Apparently, okay. he doesn't have an agent, and he doesn't have, like, a standard phone number to call him or something. So to get him into your movies, you kind of just have to work out how to get in touch with him, basically, and he still may not say yes or no. But apparently, yeah. he's like unlike any other actor out there, like... Normally you just fall up an age and go, "Hey, we've got this new Hollywood movie. Do you want? We want to get Will Smith involved?" And they're like, "Yeah, I'll check his calendar." Whereas Bill Murray is completely different. Like he's it's very hard to get hold of and has no conventional means of actually getting in touch. Which I think is fantastic. I think it's brilliant.
2: Um, that's a hundred percent true. He confirmed it in an inter- interview in the oh, past brilliant. couple of years. Hey, you just good. leave a voicemail on his telephone. Yeah, it's, it's, so good. it's funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so that, that sounds interesting i wonder if he's got like a proper like msn or whatsapp chat message going though with um uh, wes anderson i was about to say i've got his name but yeah wes anderson uh he also
2: i am trying to find the interview because i don't want to completely steal that whole topic um but it was uh either the today's show or something but he also said in that interview that he did the Garfield movies cuz he thought it was that Wes Anderson not that Wes Anderson. Oh. So he indirectly agreed to them and he said that those are the only like ones that he wishes he could take back.
1: Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's uh, that is pretty embarrassing.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. It is the if you can if you look up Bill Murray the Today Show interview it's that one. Cool. Yeah.
1: It's pretty decent, nice. so nice uh nick do you know, uh, no, do you know? Uh, oh oh sorry no go ahead go ahead Scotty. uh
2: red jaguar asks in the chat is that a cartoon network hat no it is a scartoon network because scott defines who i am as a person and it will never happen
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh awesome
2: that's all i got
1: cool uh yeah scotty yeah do, do you no, no scotty nick sorry do you know Scrooge at all? Have you are you aware of this movie at all? Or <laughs>
0: um, I think I, I looked it up real quick. I think I've seen this on TV. Okay, um, but I probably it's not it's not one that I've sat down and, and fully focused on. As opposed to like other Christmas carols, is it good? Is it grittier? Is it funnier? It's, it's grittier, and it's mm-hmm.
2: not a typical like we need to set up the tree. It's not a Hallmark movie. It's none. Oh, it's no, really it's awesome. none of that. So it's it's a, honestly a good bah humbug, but turns around. It's it's sort of predictable, but it's fun because Bill Murray, I believe, really is the best at doing nothing. (laughs)
1: Nice. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, Okay. Cool shot. So I I am slightly. Oh wait, I just worked it out. Yes, good. Sorry, I was slightly distracted because I had to turn off my laptop because it ran out of batteries and I couldn't get up the chat window in my other stream thing. So yeah, now it's happening. But um, sorry about that. Not well, even uh, happening, people. Not even happening. Yeah, I didn't have my laptop plugged in and it didn't realize how low it was on battery. So Glass anyway. behind
2: the curtain. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Graham's just got like seven monitors showing nothing but Japanese right now in green font. So I imagine basically. <laughs> It's
1: i'm so in <laughs> yeah uh oh just red Jaguar says also harrison ford does nothing uh
2: oh yeah he's yeah new? well oh actually he's i do know acting a
1: little bit right i do know i i do know there's a sorry that just ties into another little fact i don't know about harrison ford do you do you know one of the reasons why they killed him off in um oh sorry spoiler alert if anyone hasn't seen the new star wars movies um, who cares <laughs> yeah, so they're terrible they're not good movies but yeah, yeah in in uh i forgot what they're called now the first of the new movies uh, uh, uh someone help me chat help me what is the new one well, Han does? disney
0: trilogy oh Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. yeah Wait, force awakens
1: force awakens sorry do you know why they, they wrote him out in the force awakens
0: because he asked
1: it's it's because he uh, Harrison Ford apparently has never committed to a sequel in, for any movie franchise ever. So like when they when they first made the original Star Wars movies, he never committed to, to signing a contract to do Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. They just nice. when they came to start making the movie, they're like, "We've got a we've got a part for you if you want it," and he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Apparently, for the for he's never actually said like like all the other actors were like, "Yeah, we're, we're happy to sign up for like a three or you know two two or three movies," but yeah apparently he's never done it and for, so for this one they thought well i mean we could just write him out basically and um, so they just what well, they did apparently because i i know someone whose partner works on the move that whole franchise uh from the, the new disney ones so it's like a yeah. nice little bit of factoid it was, like wow that's good to know and stuff and and Sadly, then, I never actually got to go see stuff getting filmed, but yeah.
0: And then Carrie Fisher died, and they needed somebody for the last one, so he's there yeah. again.
1: Yeah, they wrote out the wrong people, basically.
2: Goddamn. Um So, <laughs> uh, what uh, what did Kylo Ren say to Leia after that first movie?
1: In real life, or just
2: just just say I don't know or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look, Mom, no Hans.
1: <laughs> see you guys later <laughs> so my pick of the week this week uh, <laughs> I'm getting even more festive than Scotty I'd say with this one so my pick of the week is a movie called Last Christmas which came out came out in the UK at least last year in 2019 around Christmas time <laughs> it's, na- it's now available uh, it is literally last Christmas it all comes around perfect yeah um, and it's now available, on there's a streaming service in the UK called Now TV. I don't know if it's available in America yet, but it's a Christmas movie starring Amelia Clark, who is probably most famous as Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, and and a few other movies like well, Terminator Genesis, I think she was in. Uh, <laughs> that's oh. that's what I can think of. Do you know? Do you, do you know I, who yeah. I'm talking about Amelia Clark? Yep, yeah. cool. Uh, the the dragon nope. girl from Game of Thrones. The, so the more you talk about Game
2: of Thrones, the less I know about her. So well.
1: <laughs> then I, well, no, I don't really care help it. You. <laughs> it
2: doesn't. It doesn't matter if I know or not. Just yeah, it keep that. going.
1: She she's a great actress. I think she's really good. And mm. anyway, she this is a it's very much more of a traditional Christmas movie in a sense. She uh, she plays a girl who she really likes Wham the the band Wham and George Michael. And um it's set around Christmas time. And her life is basically a bit of a mess. Like the year before, she'd had an accident and nearly died, so she'd been ill for a while. And then now she's better, but her life's just basically screwed up she's got a really dead-end sort of retail job working in a christmas themed shop 20 like 365 days a year basically and That's she awesome. keeps screwing yeah it's, it's 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 a really funny bit where this person's like oh you must love this job you must love your job so much and she's like yep it's christmas every day of the year i love it so like uh, <laughs> but she keeps screwing things up with her family and friends. Like she keeps moving from like couch surfing with her friends and keeps like screwing things up with them because she's, she's, she's a nice, she's a good person at heart, but she does things in kind of a selfish way quite often. And Mm. she's trying to become a singer. So that's kind of her thing as a child. She was a great singer and she wants to become a professional singer, but it's not really going her way. And yeah i I don't really want to get any much more into it but i think it's a very funny movie i mean for the first half hour i was like laughing my head off because i thought there's so many funny bits in it it was just brilliant uh it's very british as well so if you like british stuff
0: is that on netflix or
1: so over here is something called now tv um i'm not sure what it would be on in america though uh is that a
2: channel or an app
1: it's an app, so if, oh, for Great. channel, for channel wise, it's uh, there's a company called Sky over here, and gotcha. they Net- they own Now TV. In in Australia, it's called Foxtel, so it's kind of part of the Fox network in America. Uh, sorry, in Australia, I don't know if there's something like that in in America. I know you guys have tons of cable channels and stuff like that, so I don't know. Um, but hopefully, it'll come out on like Amazon or Netflix or something for you guys. Uh, but yeah, Last Christmas, um, named after the, the hit Wham! song. Or is it George Michael or Wham? I can't remember who sings it. I think it's Wham! Anyway, but it's brilliant. And Emma Thompson, who's in many things, she's in Love Actually and stuff. She plays um, her mum and she's just hilarious. She's so good. I love her in everything she does. But yeah, it's a very British movie. I think it's very funny. Um, I just want to say check it out, really. It's, uh, it's lovely and warm-hearted and uh, a couple of sad moments, I'd say, in it. But also a lot of funny stuff. I can hear someone playing the song. Sorry. Christmas. is that you, Spotty? <laughs> no, keep it going. Yeah, keep it I, going. It
2: wouldn't. It was taking too long to load that I couldn't mute it before the video actually started. <laughs> it's available on HBO. <clears throat> oh, great!
1: Perfect. There you go. It's worth it. Worth this is yeah, the company sure.
2: everyone wants to be a friend of right now.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Oh, so Red Jaguar says, Amelia uh, Clark is absolutely beautiful, but great actress. Uh, I think she's really good. I think she, uh, the stuff I've seen of her, I've actually enjoyed her stuff. Like, she's been in a few things now. Um, and yeah, I think Sky is owned by Fox now. That doesn't surprise me, to be honest. Um, I feel like Fox owns many things. So. Which is now owned by Disney. So, great, yeah. Oh, God. She, oh, it's, it's all comes all around.
0: She has... Uh... I think she has a decent range. Um, the the things that I've seen her in is mostly Game of Thrones. Um, I know she's been in a couple of plays that were really well received, um, and oh yeah, she's in that terrible Star Wars movie. She oh. has bad luck. Um, she, oh, wait, she's, she's in Terminator she's... Genesis and she's in Solo.
1: So okay, I'm I'm gonna go throw this out there. I thought Terminator Genesis was not that bad. I'm, and I also think the Solo movie was actually a good movie. So I'm, I'm saying it, I'm saying it people like I, okay. so for me, Solo was just a fun movie. Like it's like, wasn't like the most epic or special movie, but I, I enjoyed it. Like what did, did you just really not like it? Nick or uh,
0: all, all of the writing seemed really silly and I couldn't get away from it. Like, okay. Interesting. It's, uh, um, and, and actually I don't <laughs> think Terminator Genesis is, is bad as far as quality i think it's okay um i just know that it's infamous for people hating working on it like amelia clark uh in an interview was like i really hope this movie is shit like i do not want to work yeah yeah she she talked about how she was like i was miserable on set um and i just want this movie to fail because i don't want to have to work on this again because the people who worked on it were terrible um, I know oh. that there was another movie I'm trying I'm forgetting what the other movie was but she uh, Terminator Genesis was filled uh, at or near um, <clears throat> another movie that was infamous to work on and the other movie actually, Made jackets that said, "At least we don't work on Terminator Genesis."
1: Oh, God. because of
0: how miserable the crew and staff were. And I think uh, wow. Amelia Clark has that jacket. Damn
1: no way! I I didn't know that about uh, Terminator Genesis. I know a lot of people didn't. For some reason, didn't. It wasn't received very well. But I I enjoyed the watching the movie. I was like, I'm, I was because I I held off watching. I watched the one of the streaming services. and I watched it. I was like, I'm really enjoying this movie. Most more than other Terminator movies, like Terminator hmm. One, and Terminator Two amazing both amazing movies i don't think anything could beat them but after all the other terminator movies i've watched have been like yeah and this one i was like i'm enjoying this one so i don't know um yeah i this, uh,
2: i'm in the minority with you there graham i enjoyed genesis
1: hmm yeah but i didn't realize it was bad to work for or, or, yeah and so i still think the solo movie i think people need to give that a try even if you've heard it's bad because i heard it was bad and i didn't watch it in the cinema and i saw it, it was like oh i'm really enjoying this i I appreciate if you don't like it, that's that's cool. But uh, when I was watching, I was like, this is like the fun Wars I remember. I'm just enjoying this. This is great. I was quite Fantastic like the storyline of the characters. Oh, is she in the Fantastic Four?
0: No, 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 it's oh, Fantastic that the, um... Four that was filming alongside Terminator Genesis and wow. uh, and Fantastic Four crew, like despite being miserable, made jackets that said, At least we're not on Terminator. Wow, okay. Yeah, Damn.
1: As a as a viewer, I'd rather watch Terminator than Fantastic Four, because I saw that movie, yeah. and I was just like, I I thought, oh, it's building up something, This going quite, quite good, and then suddenly the movie ended, and I was like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. Like, it was just like, I was like most of that movie I was bored, but okay. Yeah, no point.
2: Oh, Caesar's in the chat, and he sounds off here. From a hardcore Terminator fan, I've seen all of them in the theater, made an effort to see the re-release of the first one in the theater since I was born. After it was released, I can say that Genesis was terrible. However... This is coming from a hardcore nerd.
1: Wow, okay, okay. So you prefer you prefer um Terminator salvation to Terminator Genesis. I mean, no judgment there. Rise of Machines
2: um, is fucking stupid, but whatever. Yeah, I,
1: Rise of Machines, I was like, this is fine, it's not great. But what je- about the
2: one with Christian Bale?
1: Was that was that salvation?
2: Yeah, salvation? buddy. Yeah. Uh he says, "How much of a nerd I legit can't watch Terminator One with its stereo mix." I'm not sure I, what that means. So
1: I didn't realize it was. I need the pistols sounding
2: like shotguns. He says, <laughs> um, "Yeah." And nice. the most recent one I liked, all right, but it was like I could not take most of it serious after a certain point. But you
1: know, oh, I haven't seen the most recent one actually. Um, all right, I won't say anything. Okay.
0: Yeah, she says, uh, nobody had a good time making Terminator, and I'm relieved that <laughs> Genesis was not successful, because wow. I not have to keep working on it. And I love that this, this interview is capped with the with the paragraph, fortunately for Clark, Solo should course correct her blockbuster film career.
1: Right. Oh, boy. Oh, it's Whoop so it.
0: sad. <laughs> wow. Oh, to be in the past.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay so... Yeah, so... Caesar says I can tell because the pistol sounded like shotguns in the monomix and he'll post a video in the discord. So anyone who's on our discord, check it out in the discord for the, I guess the comparison between the terminators. That's really cool. But man, ah, I, I still say to people, give solo, a, give solo a try, please. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, that's it for me for my, uh, pick this week. Uh, is there any more questions on that or do, are you guys even vaguely even interested in this movie? Because I feel like it's a Christmas movie. Get prime watch it if you can.
0: I am actually. That that sounds uh, a little bit interesting. Like it's not it's not directly Christmas and somebody being miserable, like working in a twenty four seven Christmas store, just has very BoJack Horseman esque hijinks vibes to me. So I want to see that at least. Okay. Is it yeah. I, is it dry British style humor?
1: <clears throat> uh, in some areas, yes. Um, okay. it's, hard, it's hard to explain. There's a um, I don't know I think I feel like if you enjoy like lots of if you enjoy like things like love actually and some of the humour in that you'll probably enjoy some humour in this yeah, um, and um, I will say the the part of her working in the store isn't like the, it's not all surrounded about her working in the store although that is a main yeah. element to her life but um, yeah. yeah I hopefully enjoy it Nick if you can give it a try and if well We'll catch up next week or sometime we can have a more chat about it if you like but, i like emma yeah.
2: thompson so i'll maybe check it out for her she's great oh yeah yeah
1: yeah emma, emma thompson's great yeah she, she's really good and yeah so that will do it for our picks of the week and so that moves us on to our feature discussion which we are discussing non-christmas games that remind us of Christmas. So these are games that have nothing to do with Christmas in them, uh, no connection at all. But for some reason, around this time of year, we start thinking, "Oh, I want to play that game." And if if you're in the chat and you've got some ideas, throw them out to us because uh, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are as well. But we'll uh, kick it off with. Uh, let's get let's get Scotty going. Uh, Scotty. I,
0: I, oh, I was going to request to go last.
1: Okay, let's get Nick Flair going. Nick, buddy. Pew pew.
0: <laughs> um, so I already talked about nights and the memory. So all of my games are memory based. Mm-hmm. So like, um, that clip, which apparently Twitch purged my ability to find the clips that I made. So, you know, overlord Twitch, grr. um, <laughs> we're on the platform and the stream just cuts, uh, Fine me. the, uh, yeah, I, I can't find that clip, but, but I, I was working at the time when I was watching Scotty's stream, and I had it, I was working at the radio station, so I had it on a monitor, and the, oh, yeah, it was wow. playing. It was playing, and um, you know, I was just sitting there. the The snow is outside. I can still picture it. Um, it's a very white Christmas time, um, and so that that's a pretty vivid winter Christmas time memory. Um, the others are equally uh, memory based, so. Uh, I've talked so much about how much I love nights of the older public too. It has nothing to do with that, but it is one that makes me think of Christmas because I got it for a Christmas present Ooh. right before I went on a trip, um, a road trip to Florida, and so you know we get everything set up for uh Christmas, my my parents have all these presents out. My dad had been talking for the longest time and I realized looking back that he was like messing with me. And he's like, I want to get you a Madden game, like because I want to play football with you. I want to be able to connect. And I'm like, please don't do that. Please. And, And so he's like, he's like, hey, I got you a video game for Christmas. And I was like, Dad, why? You know? And I open it up and it's Star Wars. And he like he laughs because I was just not expecting it at all. And man, that's a good memory. I hadn't thought about this that, in a while. That's
1: a really cool. Uh, one.
0: <laughs> and so, classic uh, dad. He also uh, got a portable DVD player. So there was a front for my younger brothers who were like children. And then there's a back connecting thing. And I looked under it and it turns out I can hook up a um you know, those old digital outputs to it so i was like dad can i set up my xbox back here and he's like i don't know that's a lot of work like are you sure you want to do that and i was like yeah 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 so i set up the xbox i plugged it into the ac power converter in the back i plug it into this tiny wow. screen that's like wait like the size so you of the were in a-, in a car in a minivan using part. yeah using lost. a screen like about the size of this journal here and i'm yeah. playing i'm like i'm like sitting like Right here, playing nice yeah, lot on
2: the screen for that green's
0: tiny <laughs> i can't I can't really hear it because I didn't have headphones, so I'm just like trying to read and just so excited and it was like a it was a 16 hour road trip. Um, so I was wow. in there like just playing this game and I remember too that i uh, I developed um, this habit of saving constantly because whenever my dad would turn the car off, say to get gas, it would mm. reset it would cycle the power so like i couldn't be in the middle of something so when my dad's like okay we're going to the gas i'm like oh no no, no i can't have to be somewhere i can save
1: <laughs> a few more miles a few miles yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah <laughs> so um
0: yeah so so that's that and then um yakuza specifically yakuza 4 um when i was uh <clears throat> at college you know i would not really have anywhere to um I wouldn't go home visit family, and I didn't do anything. So there would be like a good two, three, four weeks where I was doing really nothing. Uh, you know, going to work and whatever. So I remember um, being recommended to try Yakuza, and I found a copy of Yakuza Four at my local GameStop. So I picked it up, and it was again, you know, wintry outside. I'm just sitting on my bed. My hamster at the time was in my lap, and I'm playing Yakuza, and I'm I'm loving it, and like. Um, the girl that I was seeing at the time like texts me. And she's like, "What are you? You know, what are you doing?" And I set up, and I think it's st- still my pinned tweet uh, on my um, Twitter. Uh, I set it up so that my hamster is like straddling the controller with its like little <laughs> paws holding each of the joysticks, and I'm like uh, just hanging out, hanging hang, hanging out with Mio playing uh, Yakuza, and, and just in the background it's Yakuza Four. Um, so yeah. That's another that's another one that reminds me of Christmas, even though it's just memory based. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the tweet. It's
1: got Scott. trying to think, hold up to I don't the camera. That's, that's show at all. all I see is a bright white blob there. That's uh, yeah. that's the
0: hamster. <laughs> I mean, you can link that tweet, I think, directly to the uh, ch- the yeah. uh, discord if you want.
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, th- that's beautiful. I, lo- I love that memory of your dad. That's that's so funny. Uh, because, i hadn't thought
0: about it for a while i'm gonna have to tell him about it when i see him again
1: yeah that's that's really cool I'd, yeah i love it when parents or brothers or si- or someone just like does that to you like Silver sort of guys oh yeah. i'm gonna get you this it's like oh please don't give me that <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah i'll
2: share it in a. Uh, uh, I shared it in the twitch there you guys can look at nick's pinned tweet awesome of the hamster awesome. driving the game bad cool yeah, those are fun. That's uh, yeah. I don't think we ever had, you know, w- for road trips we didn't have that. That was not around when I was a kid. Any type of screen that you could hook up. So we literally had this TV. Still is sitting in my brother's, my younger brother's. I only have one brother, my little brother. Um, his bedroom at my mom's house. Um, he's not there right now, but in his old bedroom is a. It's probably like seriously like an eight-inch screen tv vcr combo and that was literally sat in between the pilot seats of whatever vehicle (laughs) and we would watch movies on that like it didn't it probably has hookups in some way shape or form but that the screen and everything didn't really exist back then when we were doing road trips so yeah
1: yeah i so in the uk i think you could get i remember there was being you could get an adapter you could plug a like a place set up a whole playstation system in your car and like have like the screen's mounted in the back of your car, but that was like thousands and thousands of pounds. I think you could get like these little TV set things that you could hook onto the back of seats. But again, there were like mm. so much money. And in the UK, the country is so bloody small that a road trip is like an hour or two. So it's, like, it's not really, yeah. well, that's, I mean, for me to drive up to see my brother, it's like four hours, but uh you know, it's not, it's it's not like epic like America or Australia or Canada or someplace like that. Where yeah, you yeah, these, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge road trips, and our cars are a lot smaller than yours. So, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's great when you, I hear these stories of you guys doing epic road trips with these awesome things like in your cars. That's,
2: yeah, that uh, would have been for us, it would have been like eight to, to ten hours probably to visit relatives because they live south right. of us. Uh, wow. but if you drive four hours here, you could still be in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah,
1: for sure. So still you in
0: Pennsylvania.
1: <laughs> Was it like last week or the to week before a- where you sort of mentioned how? something in another state's like two hours for you, but something in the same state's like a six hour drive, something.
2: Yeah. You mentioned like West wow. Virginia. We're 45 minutes from the border of West Virginia, <laughs> but if, but the other town you mentioned in, in Pennsylvania was like five hours away. <laughs> <That's> so <fun. laughs>
1: I love that. That's like, we. Oh,
2: and speaking of that red Jaguar ass. I mean, you could drive to Edinburgh, right? Basically. Yeah. Is that,
1: that's uh yeah, that's, okay. I guess actually that's about eight hours away from me roughly. But Yeah. If there's no traffic at all, I'll probably do that in about six hours. But yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, that's crazy, and I'm pretty much well, I'm right quite close to the south of the UK, so it is almost the whole gotcha. country I would be driving up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I guess moving on a bit, my, my games that I've chosen are I've got a couple of games I'm going to shout out. Oh, actually, sorry, Nick, did you have any other games? Uh, no. Or- <laughs> Okay, that's, cool, good. My memory. I didn't want to step on your toes there, perfect. Yeah, so my games are the the Dreamcast 24-hour marathon special, which is Pen Pen Tri-Isilon, which I've got my lovely sticker oh, on it still gosh. from my boy in the shop. Uh, Nick, you love it, you love it. Yeah, uh, I do. This, <laughs> this, if, if for some reason you don't have this game, or you never listen to our show where we talk about it, because Scotty and I both seem to love this game, it's a fun it's, it's like a, a, from a it's it's a it's a three D cartoon inspired uh, racer type game where you're playing as these penguin creatures who are actually aliens who are actually on an ice planet, an ice world, and you involve yourself in a, More than uh, a triathlon of sorts. They call it a triisolon because it's all on ice. We're here, great pun there. But you, you do events where you run, you swim, and you slide on your belly. So that's the triathlon element. And I just yeah. think it's such a fun game. It's it's just really enjoyable. It's a great four player game. Single player and four player, brilliant. Two players not as from every two players not as good, but uh it's still a great game. I think game you
2: can only race one at a time, or whoever the human is, you can yes. only have that many racers in a game yeah, so yes, yeah.
3: yeah.
1: so two players not so Three players still quite fun, four players brilliant. And that's what we do in the Dreamcast twenty uh, four hour dreamless marathon. We play it four players and it's just a blast. And uh, it's and a highlight I,
2: of it for sure. It's it's it's, no it's just so shuffle, weird, but
1: <laughs> it, what is get out of it! get out <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, what is <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it,
1: it, it's just wacky it's zany the, the only downside I would say to it is it's only got four tracks really you can adjust the length of yeah. the tracks but there's only four of them and the, but the worlds are so beautiful the, that's the thing the visuals on this i think are fantastic i think they're very underrated yeah. so bright and colorful and that's what makes me remind me of christmas there's i've got no title to christmas really other than that it's the colors and the aesthetics that make me feel just happy i'm like this is just feels like a little christmas it's like its own little sparkling christmas tree lights just going off in a video game basically that's what it makes me feel like and i guess because it's all in ice it's kind of winter so that kind of does tie it in a little bit but yeah it's uh it's a great game so um yeah would you, i mean we, we probably spoke about this many times but scotty nick what do you guys think of of, of pen pen
0: yeah yeah i like pen pen a lot um and my introduction to it was for the dreamless dreamcast marathon um, so i'd never seen it before um and i mean the uh, i had fun with it and then i ended up giving up trying to win just like sabotage the other racers so you know just like any (laughs) racing game really yep 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 i still
2: stand by uh i really think that it's a it was a launch game for the u.s release um i really think that this game started as an adventure like collect-a-thon game and they're like shit there's no time we need to put this out all right let's make it a racing game because there is a little, yeah. because you do walk around and like jump in it for a small very small portion it's, it seems very yeah. strange but yeah it, there's no I racing th- game out there like it
1: yeah exactly I think it's so unique out there and I, I you mentioned that before about your, your theory that you, and we've never had that proven but I I think that could be a legitimate reason as to why it's like it is and I, I love to think that's what happened just that the the was the romance of being like, oh, we need to get this game out. Let's just change the entire thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and one other thing I just want to touch on is the music. I think the music makes me feel very Christmassy as well. There's something about it. And if you're playing in single player <laughs> especially...
2: <laughs> something like that oh wait that was ferris bueller sorry <laughs> oh, <dude.
1: laughs> if you're playing i don't know if you guys have played it much in single player but when you're playing in single player as you progress through the tracks if you get to certain areas the music changes dynamically depending on what mm. section you're going into and it's there's like bits where it gets really intense and it's because you've got to a special intense moment in the game and the way they work they involve that into the game works really well because it's if you stand on the same spot it, the music doesn't progress until you get to the particular moments in the level but the, it, the way it merges is so seamless it works brilliantly i love i love the way they do it um but yeah and the other game moving on swiftly is so i've only i've actually got the second one but the clockwork night games clockwork night one and clockwork night two oh, i've right. never
2: played the second one
1: um so I, I feel like i prefer the first one for some reason um but the second one's still really good fun but if you don't know about it, it's, uh, the first game was, I believe it was a Saturn launch title from memory, the first yep. one. Yep. Um, it is a, I, I guess it's a 2.5D platformer. So you move along a um, a flat plane, like a 2D plane left to right, for example, you can go up and down as well. But there are 3D objects in it. So, I mean, for a Saturn launch title, it was kind of cool because you have things in the background that are in 3D and they suddenly just fall forward into, into you and stuff. And, and uh, the graphics are pretty decent as well. But the whole idea, it's almost like a Toy Story world. You've, you're, you you yeah. are these uh, toy characters who are alive, effectively. And uh, from... Uh, I can't remember the actual story of the second one, but in the first one, basically, it's princess, princess. characters. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Say, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> this princess has basically been kidnapped, and it's up to you. as You're this um, knight who is a clockwork knight, literally. like an old school clockwork toy one of those ones you have to wind up with a little key and he goes basically to try and save for save the princess and he uses his key thing that's like a sword so he's like this little knight in armor and he like uses a sword and and you can actually wind up some of the enemies to kill them like you sort of um oh yeah yeah, that's right um, it's it's just a fun i think it's a very fun game but i think the whole toy aspect really reminds me of christmas and just the way it is so that's that's a game that Quite often, I would think, oh, even if so I play it for just a little bit, like the first level, I'm like, oh, get, get a bit of Clockwork Night going, you know, this time of year. But, uh, wow. So Scotty, I wow, have had all right, I found this.
2: the story for it. Uh, this oh. is according to Wikipedia. So Clockwork Night Two immediately picks up uh, on the cliffhanger left by Clockwork Night. Chelsea, the princess, is safe and sound, but will not wake up as the toys not as the toys not under the spell ponder just what to do. Chelsea is suddenly kidnapped again. Thus, Pepper peppercorn is the knight uh again sets out to rescue her <laughs> so it's literally the exact same story
1: brilliant okay oh, all right it's a good good way to round off the cliffhanger yeah i haven't really I've, I've got quick one two here but i've not really played it that much we played a little bits and pieces but um i
2: played the first one and i streamed it forever ago when i was doing my Panzer dragon runs i think or something but um the last boss of that game is batshit insane
1: yeah the first one that's the one thing i remember from it i, think.
2: I don't know i'm not even gonna try to describe it just play the game people yeah, yeah. so, it's, it's um, so cool. second one's pretty pricey it goes for like over 100 bucks complete that's probably why oh. i stumbled across it in my casual travels
1: oh wow yeah. okay uh damn it you can't yeah. play Sas- can you play have you got the ability to play european satin games because
2: yeah i got the I- extra replay
1: oh i picked this i if, i will try and get this for you sir i got this for 25 pounds about a year ago
2: so well if you stumble across it again just snag me one jesus yeah
1: okay <laughs> i didn't realize it's very expensive in america wow it's uh yeah i'll, I'll keep it i don't know yeah,
2: yeah i've got a way to play import saturn stuff so uh Perfect. keep an eye yeah. out for stuff i'll keep an eye out for stuff for you if there's ever yeah. the american market is not the way to
1: go for saturn though <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. It seems that way. Nick, no. Nick, have you played any of the Clockwork Night Games at all?
0: I can't say that I have actually. That's Ooh. not familiar to me at all. So I I'm interested. I want to see.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it's a fun game. I wouldn't say it's like the greatest ever, but there's there's something about it. It's a bit a bit different, a bit unique and uh a lot of fun. And the uh, aesthetics just... always
2: reminded me of um almost kind of the Disney games from the 16-bit era just yes. kind of spongy yeah. and and fluffy sort of kind of deal you know
1: yeah that, i guess that's if true that makes I th- sense. Th- I think the the spri- think the sprites they use do really remind me of that so they've got the 3D they got some 3D bits yeah. in it but the the actual main characters are all like kind of sprite work and but the animation's really solid and yeah just uh, it's a decent game but um yeah and just a shout out to the chat if you, if you have if you also have any Non Christmas games that you remind you of Christmas, um, ch- drop in the chat and we'll we'll talk about them in a second. But before that, let's move on to Scotty. What are your um, non Christmas games that remind you of Christmas?
2: Yeah, so my first one's Jet Set Radio, or as it was released in the states, Jet Grind Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was uh, it was what I got one year for Christmas. That and Shenmue. Um, uh, Caesar, to answer your question real quick, he says, Scotty, do you have a Do you have 13k Mexican pesos or around $700? I do not. Uh, (laughs) thank you, old car repairs. Anyway, uh, one year for Christmas, I got uh, Shenmue and Jet Set Radio. So, one you know, today Scotty would say to young Scotty, Man, that's a you got some freaking good stuff, but as a dumb 16 year old. I didn't care about Shenmue at all, so I tossed that aside, and I played the cool jet set radio with Dracula and stuff.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: I don't think I ever be- beat the game as a kid, though, because I don't remember seeing the end of the... The end of the game is just nuts, and just weird psychedelic rhino nonsense um, that I definitely did not get to as a child, but I do remember having a lot of fun because that game is difficult in spots, uh, challenging to say the least, and the <laughs> Excuse me, controls don't do it any favors. Um, but I remember playing the crap out of that, uh, trying to still... I probably still have on my VMU save, like, really bad graffiti art that I made. Um, <laughs> but that was always a good time. Uh, but the other one is... Uh, the other one that's a big one that was what my gut told me for this feature was Sonic 3D Blast. I do not have the Genesis version, because that is the one that I do want to talk about. Um so the year before I got Sonic 3D Blast, I got a Sega Nomad, and that was kind of cool. But to even back up a little bit more, um, when I was a young buck growing up getting into Sega and video games, I basically had two friends. And one of them, Ben, him and I would hang out every now and again, but not that much. The other one, Tucker, shout out to Tucker because he got me into uh, Sega overall um i really did not have any friends until like my sophomore year of high school so but in third grade tucker who we would we would draw comics and we would like play sega stuff and we would do whatever play with connects we were we were connects kids instead of lego kids um and uh, uh to the point that like my mom thought i was going to be an engineer when i grew up and got a job oh, wow for- yeah. Showed her instead. I joined a <laughs> band. <laughs> um, take that, mom. Yeah, take that. You and your CD player. Um, <laughs> but so um, so anyway, like pretty much my life. Like first, first, second, and third grade was hanging out with Tucker and playing games and stuff, and like swapping cartridges. He actually Graham. He got me into zero tolerance as well. Yeah, um, he did.
1: Yeah. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um. So, yes, uh, that's the correct response. Um, anyway, third grade, Tucker and his family moved away to Florida. Like, my one friend that I was kind of hanging out with all the time moved away. So that was a big blow to me. Uh, and um, that, so a couple of Christmases later, I guess it would have been like 94, He or uh, I'm sorry, 95. Let me see. When did Sonic 3D Blast come out? Because it was the year before. I think this came out in '95, so he probably moved away in '94. Um, so anyway, that Christmas, all I got was Sonic 3D Blast on the Genesis, which that was probably a fifty-dollar game. So, but for a kid not understanding the concept of money, like all I all I saw was like all I got is one Genesis game for Christmas. This is bullshit. Um, and then I opened up another gift, and it was a piece of paper, and I didn't really understand. And I'm like looking at this thing, and it has my name on it. And then my mom explained, that's a plane ticket to Florida to visit wow. Tucker. So I was like, what? And there's a picture of me like doing a dumb little dance as a kid when I when I figured out what it was. Because uh, like, what? how old was I? In five? Uh, I would have been 10 years old. I didn't yeah. I had never seen a plane ticket before. Like, I didn't know what that looked like. So to me, it was just like, whatever. Um, paper. Yeah, paper. paper with my name on it i don't get this so that was why i literally got sonic 3d blast and then a plane ticket um so i flew by myself to florida um brought brought my Sega nomad and my my sonic 3d blast with me actually surprised tucker his parents picked me up at the airport uh he didn't even know it was happening so walked into his house and he was just like scott and um so that was pretty (laughs) cool but um he, he was always a little bit ahead of me with gaming, so he already had a Sega Saturn, and he had Sonic 3D Blast. He probably got it that year, because um, that was the year it was out. But so uh, I remember playing this game with him, like, side by side, because he had it on the Saturn on his TV, and I was sitting there on the Nomad playing my Genesis version of Saturn, uh, Sonic 3D Blast. Can't talk, <laughs> sorry. Um Needless to say, because I had zero load times, I was like a little bit further ahead uh, than him. And um, but but yeah, so Sonic 3D Blast kind of always reminds me of that. Um, reuniting with my best friend at the time, uh, playing that game next to him, wow. and that was pretty much our Christmas break. So uh, that's yeah, awesome. that's that's why I wanted to go last as well. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. So, that's 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 a Christmas miracle right there. That's oh yeah.
2: So <laughs> oh, that was uh, Christmas. That was pretty cool. That. Sonic 3D Blast is the Saturn version. I will, I will defend uh, is definitely the superior between the two with the soundtrack and the bonus levels. But it's, it's, it's an okay game. It's maybe should be a part of any Saturn uh, owner's collection. But um,
1: yeah, I, that's I, my I've Christmas always, memory. I've always been a fan of Sonic 3D. I both the Mega Drive or Genesis and the Saturn versions. I great game. I love it. And it's, it's just um, a different Sonic
2: game. Although, it's not 3D, it's isometric. (laughs) Yeah, 3D,
1: yeah. Uh, Although, I'm probably the only person in the world who actually enjoyed the the Genesis Mega Drive bonus levels. I thought they were fine. I thought they were fun. They're so easy. They are very easy. That's maybe why I enjoyed it as a kid. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I can actually get the Chaos Emeralds for this game. Um, Yeah. Because, controversially, even though I think the half-pipe thing in like Sonic 2 and the Saturn version of Sonic 3D... Is really cool, like and especially at the time for Sonic 2. I don't enjoy it as much as everyone else does. I, there's something about it. I'm just like, yeah, this is this is good, but I'm, I'm impressed. But I don't, I didn't enjoy it as much. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like, all right, I, maybe it's the difficulty. I found like later on, it just got too hard, and you, you basically you can't see what you're doing. Like going so fast, you're like it's almost just like dumb luck that you miss the spikes. It's like, yeah, but um. Well, yeah. Caesar has
2: a point there in the chat. Sonic 2 Half-Pipe is also brutally hard and require too much memorization. Sonic 1 and mm. 3's... Uh, I can't read that word. Levels do not require
1: special that. I think it's meant to say special levels. Um,
2: oh, yeah. yep. Good job. You yeah. figured it out. Anagram. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> That's okay, Caesar. <case> that <laughs> awesome.
2: The, yeah, 3D Blast, their bonus levels are, high, are... Is the Half-Pipe again, but you're playing as 3D Sonic. It's the only part that is arguably 3D. Um and it's funny because that's like the same model they use in Sonic Jam's Sonic World and then in Sonic R um but yeah. all those combined you can kind of see why they didn't end up doing a 3D Sonic game on the Saturn <laughs> uh but it's good um yeah that's mine though
1: that's that's brilliant i love that that's so cool and i'm just I was um,
2: terrified as a 10 year old on a plane by myself but i made it
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like, I feel like that would not be allowed these days. Um, Probably not. Putting putting a kid on a plane. Yeah, where are your parents? I don't know, at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Home Alone 3, you're on a plane <laughs> going somewhere else. And uh, that's, that's uh, your parents are awesome. I think that's a great a great little memory. And-
2: yeah, it was a big, I mean, I, I think it... Like I said, I didn't have any friends, so I think it was a they that was probably very obvious as a child, and I was sitting in front of my TV more and not doing anything else. So, you know, yeah, it's uh,
1: well, I, I've got almost like a reverse story of my best friend leaving. If, if you want to quickly hear that, I don't know. Uh, or would that be
2: that's up to you if you feel like telling it? We got a couple and, replies from the listeners, but uh, if you want to tell your story, go for it.
1: I, I, as this links in with yours, I'll quickly say my thing, but. It's not a Christmas-related story, but weirdly, I was thinking about this the other day, and now you've just said it, it kind of almost shows the polar opposite of how my parents were. Like, they didn't seem to care about me having friends. Uh, Essentially, I had a few friends down my street, um, and one of them was like a best friend from school. We went to the same, um, you'd call it elementary school, we called it primary school. We went to the same primary school, and... Mm -hmm. Literally, I'd, I'd go around to his house quite a lot. We'd spend all the weekends together, We'd play on the street together, get on the bikes and cycle around and stuff, you know, just kid stuff, go to each other's houses, play, like occasionally play video games or whatever. And then one day his, his dad lost his job. He was made redundant, unfortunately, and they had to move house. So he got another job somewhere else, but miles away. So they had to move house. And I knew he, I kind of was, a, I was quite young. I was like maybe seven or so. I was aware that he was leaving, um, but I didn't really fully understand it and we played we played a few times before they left because it was about a month or so before they got up and packed up and left and then as I came to the weekend that he was leaving and I think I was at someone's house a different day and the day he was leaving basically I, I was tidying my room or my parents had told me to tidy my room or do something stupid like that he came to the house to sort of say we're leaving in a few hours can I see Graham and my parents were just like oh he's busy at the moment um We'll, we'll get he'll he come and find you in a bit. I didn't Jeez. even know that he'd come to the door basically, and then it's like oh, the no. next. I think the next day I was like, oh, I need to go and see Richard, and Mum's like, oh, he came round earlier. Yeah, he's um, yeah, they've they've left now. They've gone sort of thing. Like, oh, okay, and it's like, did did they did they, did they leave the phone number or anything? Mum's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got the phone number because my Mum knew his his mum and stuff. But I'd never phoned him. I never spoke to him ever again. I've never seen him since. So Richard, oh, if you're now. out there.
2: Call him now during <laughs> like, the show.
1: But in my, it's like, this is before mobile phones as well. So it's like, almost like your parents had the phone, and the phone book, and my mum just never seemed to keep in touch with her and never seemed to pass on, like, it's, it's just like, it's ridiculous my mum there's never said, oh, Richard's leaving, so you can pop down and say goodbye. Never even got that bloody chance. It's like, thanks, mum. My best <laughs> friend, like, ever. And it's just like, but as a young child, oh. you just kind of, you don't I just didn't really know the finality of this situation so yeah I think I think your story touches me quite you know quite there because it's it's like it's a, oh, okay. a beautiful thing that that's explains so awesome. why you're
2: such a loner now
1: basically yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, so let's bring it back to the topic slightly with Caesar Caesar buddy thank you for writing in um, so yeah he uh well actually
2: Red Jaguar had one if we want to back up further oh we okay, no, if we go earlier. back up
1: further okay um let's see the chat where is it have you got it there because i actually i didn't see it pop up uh i got
2: it here red jaguar said uh parasite eve and death smiles 2 um if no one knows death smiles i sure do have a faceplate that came with that game for 360 when faceplates were a thing Death smiles is a um bullet hell game or a smup or a shooter however you want to call them but you know Thousands of things flying at you, and you have the smallest hit detection spec in your character. Um, I didn't even know there was a second one, and he doesn't really expand on it at all. Uh, but uh, that one in *Parasite Eve* are his that remind him of Christmas.
1: I'm actually just Googling it. Okay, I recognize the box art for *Death Smiles*. One again, I didn't know there was *Best Smiles* too. Actually, uh, I'm not a huge shoot 'em up fans, so of those are not in my sphere. But looking at the visuals maybe it's because of the colours and stuff I don't know if there's actually a Christmas related story to it but just the visuals are very oh brilliant. boom oh whoa Scotty's got it was behind me on my
2: shelf this is the first games box uh, wow and it, it doesn't have, the faceplate is on my 360 so it's
1: not going to have see Scotty is it. holding up a long cardboard I assume box which is yeah uh, like about three DVDs length, I'd say, um, width wise. But yeah, it's got the probably the artwork on it, Death smiles. Yeah, I think there. it
2: had the soundtrack and then the faceplate. Yeah, looks like it.
1: That's nice. Yeah. I didn't That's a fun this weird, weird game. game. Cool. Yeah, Parasite yeah, I'd love to Red Jaguar, I'd love to know why those are Christmas games, because in my head, Parasite Eve, I can't think why that would be a Christmas game. It like Christmas Rise your Christmas, but well, Nick, Did it come out read?
0: around
3: Christmas?
1: Well, um, it might
2: have done. Parasite he... oh, Eve. He says, the Par- uh, Parasite Eve wasn't so much nostalgic for me. The Christmas stuff just seemed to be a- very out of place in the horror RPG genre. Horror, yeah.
0: Horror. I want to say that Parasite Eve takes place in winter in New York. So I don't know if it's uh, okay. Christmas explicitly, and there might be even like decorations somewhere around, but I agree. I think that the- it's an intentional juxtaposition of like the cheery you know christmasy uh environment with like all these people exploding into blood monsters <laughs> that's okay. right
1: that's that's perfect perfect example yeah, brilliant
0: you want do you
2: want to read caesar's graham
1: yeah i can read caesar's so yeah caesar wrote uh uh also for me mostly because it was a game that i got for christmas as a kid as well is donkey kong country 2 I don't have many Christmas games, to be honest, though. And that's perfect. it's not These are not games that are necessarily actually at Christmas. These are more games that are not Christmas-related, but for some reason, it remind us of Christmas. So, yeah. So, yeah, if you got it at Christmas or for some reason, I don't know, like Pen Pen for me, it's just very colourful and Clockwork mm-hmm. Night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong Country 2. Good shout. It's, uh, yeah, I feel like the, the visuals in Donkey Kong Country 2 remind me of Clockwork Night. That kind of the way they're, the pixels yeah. are, if that makes uh, sense. Free... Yes,
2: uh pre-rendered. I couldn't remember the name of yes. the word.
1: That's the word, yeah. all pre-rendered visuals. Um clock like mixed with the 3D, I guess. Uh yeah, Teaser just wrote, I played Donkey Kong Country 2 way too much as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i I do remember that being a, the game on the SNES over here that kind of everyone started to switch to the SNES on, like Donkey Kong Country games, because before that I feel like most of my friends were Mega Drive friends, and then suddenly Donkey Kong Country came out and everyone's like Oh my god, this game looks amazing, and everyone started playing it, and abandoned me with my Mega Drive, lonely. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> I lost my friends. God damn it! Over snares, I lost my. F- I have a friend because he moved yeah. away. It's- yeah, it's yeah. A hard show. childhood. <laughs> yeah, these are true first world problems, by the way. <laughs> just, uh, just figure yeah. it out there. <laughs>
2: How. But okay, we just talked about how small your country is and where you live and everything. Do you know how far like driving distance-wise Richard is or was at the time or anything, do you know?
1: I, to be honest, remember? I have no idea. I think I think he moved near Wales. That's all I can remember vaguely, which is basically FxV. It's part of the UK, but it's technically another country. Uh that is a good 4 hours from where I live. So it's yeah, not like
0: it's, So it's not weekend. like a bike ride away. Yeah, right. sadly.
1: It's, yeah, I couldn't just hop yeah. on my bike or get my rollerblades on and just go, hey. Um, <laughs> get your rollerblades on. <laughs> I, uh... I, I have a friend who lived about four or five miles away, and I used to skate to his house with my That's video awesome. games in a backpack and go out on the main yes. I, And technically, he lived in the countryside. I lived in a town, he lived just outside the town in the countryside, and I skated on the main road to get to his house and uh, i did that a few times because my mum was like i can't be bothered to drive you sort of thing
0: um (laughs) some real jet set radio vibes there oh yeah yeah
1: i i used to be a good skater quite fast but yeah i
0: i Um, went with um some friends on a hiking trail and i brought rollerblades and they were like really serious hills and all this stuff it was the worst it was the worst idea (laughs) <laughs> um, I never fell, thankfully, and and like crashed and burned. But like going uphill was a nightmare. I basically had to like hold on to somebody who also ro- uh, rode their bike.
1: Um, oh, was it? Was the surface enough that you could actually skate on it at all? Like I feel like what you just said—it sounded like it was muddy. Uh,
0: so, so they were they were uh, paved
1: hiking trails. Ah, uh, that's so kind of cool, it was. I guess.
0: Yeah, that's why I could um, hold on to the bike. The person who was riding a road bike.
1: Yeah. That's 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 the that's the that's the you need to have a friend who's got a butt and something you can hold on to as a skater. Yeah. That's
0: the,
2: yeah. I was uh, um, I was um I had rollerblades super briefly, but then I got into aggressive inline. It's it's called that everybody. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be cool. But it's, it's cool. It's literally called aggressive inline. So like with grinding and shit, those are yep. not made uh, for travel. They are made for doing tricks. So yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah, yeah. people would do stuff, I'd be on those and I'd just be like,
1: guys, I can't
2: go far. Help. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah.
1: Actually, while we're on the subject, not that long ago.
2: Jesus Christ! Did you just buy some? Did you buy soap shoes or something? What's going on I, here?
1: I oh bought, my gosh! So I bought some three. It's a new thing. It's it's since like like a year ago. Or so they they discovered that having three bigger wheels; these are bigger than normal, make you go faster and turn better. So that's yeah. so
0: funny. There's new rollerblade tech.
1: Yeah, oh it's like gosh. I've been I've been skating <laughs> for years as Damn, a child. Just, and,
2: commercial <laughs> now and lifting them sa- these out of a vat and they're being dry ice everywhere. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, does crazy things to
0: all of us people. I'm, but I'm, it's, I'm looking at <laughs> men roller skates right now <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me.
1: so you can't these are not designed for doing aggressive stuff on, So you can't grind on them because there's got no grinding bit in the middle but they are designed for uh, more casual stuff and also going more off road and stuff so bumpier trails and things like that uh, so yeah i picked them up and i was got my had, my plan was to use them and like get some more exercise in but i got them up just before winter hit and it's been really cold and i I went out one morning and I was like, I came back after like half an hour. I was like freezing and dying. I'm like, this is not for me. Cause I'm so unfit as well. So maybe in the summer I'll start skating a bit more, but yeah, there you go. Gra-
0: Graham, I don't mean to call you out right now, but the only oh, no. three wheel options that I see are aggressively more expensive than the <laughs> non three wheel <laughs> options. Are you, are you getting in on this? Like, is this, <laughs> is, this it's, it? is this the new thing?
1: It, it depends de- here's the thing if you're really into skating these are not as expensive as, as some of the proper in- aggressive inline skates because you get ones which right. are way expensive but they are right. more expensive than the, f- the standard four wheel ones that is true
0: oh my gosh
1: um, but I mean <laughs> this- I was happy to pay, I was happy to pay for these ones. They weren't too, Yeah. they weren't too expensive for the ones I picked up. Um, yeah.
0: I don't, I don't mean to blow up your spot, but I was just like, yeah, okay. I could maybe get back into these. Where's those th- cool three wheel ones. And this one that I'm looking at, is like $300. And I was like, what the Ooh. heck?
1: <laughs> so I think I paid about hundreds hundred, a pounds for my one. So I'm not sure what that is in dollars.
0: Uh, 150
1: about. <laughs> Caesar just says, pay more for less wheels that makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true although the wheels are bigger so maybe you're getting more wheel for your money i don't know
3: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> that's the more monster truck for your
3: money excuse
0: i just am, i just want to imagine like i'm, I'm trying to mentally picture the rollerblade guy sitting there and like his peers are like you got to give up on the three wheels man we, we've been doing four wheels for years it's the way to go and he's like no 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 i've got it i know the three wheels is the answer <laughs> back and forth the the tech. Oh man.
1: Oh man. Yeah. um <laughs> Just um, just one final thing to go back on topic. Red Jaguar says the NES console in general reminds me of Christmas because I received it during the holidays. Um, yeah, I think I, th- I think a lot of people get that way for consoles they get for Christmas and stuff. It just reminds them of that time of year. That's a, that's a lovely thought. Um. If so anyone really
2: wants to get into the science of rollerblades, the anime air gear is decent. The manga shut gets up. fucking crazy science for rollerblades, people. Uh, oh, I, I dropped out of up. it, but fuck. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'll be interested in it. That's so funny. Oh my god. Are you saying shut up because you know it, or just that I... saying shut no, up because I, I know this?
0: Because just the concept... It, it, that That's what I've always understood about anime. is like, they latch heavily onto a sport and, like, dissect it. Like, that's why I like Shokugeki so much, the cooking anime. Um, Up until, uh, my friend told me, because I I dropped off for a bit, he's like, yeah, towards the end it stops being about cooking theory, and then it's a lot of just random bullshit, like a guy who cooks with chainsaws. It's dumb. But, like, early on, they, like, get really into the science of cooking, and, like, it's like that about cars, and there's anime and manga about, you know... all these different sports and they talk about it and the uh actual scientific um and backed theory cuz i remember it was like um ipo is a boxing one and oh, they, yeah. they treat they treat southpaw like it's some mythical thing and it's just like no people <laughs> who just box left-handed box southpaw it's not that uncommon <laughs> but then, yeah but then you've got apparently a, uh, an anime manga that's where they're like getting into the science of aerodynamic rollerblading is just so funny to me
1: oh wow okay so that cooking one i feel like a friend showed me that quite recently and Mm. do they almost get i don't know how to phrase this in a in the in the most family friendly way but do they almost get sexually aroused by the way they describe how they're cooking stuff
0: yeah. Are you so, asking if someone gets aroused in an anime, Graham? <laughs> so the guy who who made it, I believe, um, came up from originally making like hentai, like porn. Right. Okay. Uh, so his draw was like, yeah, I'm going to be making this very cooking focused thing. And they're like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be good. And it's like, yeah, but everybody's like ridiculously attractive, and when they really like the food, they like get naked and. <laughs> uh, explode into, yeah, my, you know, orgasmic my, bliss.
1: My friend showed me a clip of it. And it was the most ridiculous... Like, these these bad guys came to, like, take on this guy. And I think they had guns and stuff, yeah. and he's, like, talking about cooking, and he's, like, making some food. And they're like...
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah.
1: Like, and, like, this thing's like... Yeah. Ah. And it's just like, what? Yeah, is, yeah. I'm just watching, dude, what the fuck exactly. are you watching? <laughs> but it wasn't... Exactly. They didn't show any nudity as such. It was just very, very implied. But, wow, I was just like, this yeah. is... I'm, I'm, I, I'm done. I, I feel like I'm not part of this world anymore. <laughs> you don't understand.
0: Yeah, it it's out there. It's it's strange. Ah,
1: incredible. Wow. Uh, Xizia just says, people in anime get aroused almost as often as people watching them. Well, fair comment, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> don't, don't need to touch that one. <laughs> yep. No, nope. that's what she said. And, uh, okay, with that, I guess we're coming to the end of our show. So... Yes. Um, yeah, we, we went off topic there a bit, but hopefully, yeah, it's not too bad. Anyway, thanks, everybody who's been watching or listening. Well, not listening, but for listeners at home, this is going to go out as a, as an audio show. We are going to put this yes. on YouTube as well afterwards. Um, but thanks for those who've uh, stayed with us live. You've been great. So Red Jaguar, Caesar, um, uh, Kusanagi, I can't remember who's joined in the chat. But uh, yeah, TJ Kitsu, yes, and Iron Chef, thank you for joining us as well uh so scotty do we have any announcements before we leave or any yeah stuff what we're gonna do
2: since we're on twitch right now is we're actually gonna raid game tracks he is playing he's an awesome retro gamer he also mods Game Boy advances but he's playing streets of rage on the master system so stick around uh and hang out with him guys if you want to still bs on twitch and stuff He's good people. Um, For those watching live, I will be streaming Christmas Nights into Dreams, my annual stream this coming week on Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I just play through the whole, I mean, the demo's not that long, but we're going to unlock everything, you know, hit up some Sonic 3D into Dreams, whatever that insanity Mm. is in that game, and uh, enjoy that music and stuff around it. Um, Otherwise, we've got streams almost every day of the week. We're going to start posting that regularly on Twitter so everybody sees what games we're playing, what's coming up. Um, I just in terms of the website, we've got a review for Bubble Bobble for Freedom. What the hell is that game called? For All or something that Antichrist just pre- reviewed? Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> go find out what he thought of that. I just reviewed Puyo Puyo Tetris Two. Go find out what I thought of that. Uh, and I and Graham's got his review coming up for Arcade Dream,
1: Arcade Racing Legends on the Dreamcast.
2: Arcade Racing Legends on the Dreamcast. Yes. <laughs> uh Perfect. that's everything that's going on though cool thank you nick um, again for hanging out with us
1: yeah thank oh, you yeah, very much sure. yeah um nick do you have any thank quick have announcements me. or anything like where can people follow you or anything like that oh
0: i mean if you really want to like i said like it's not it's not a joke internet hermit for life my goal in 2021 uh would be to get back more into streaming and doing things but like this this pc's not it's not happening i'm not gonna be streaming and playing anything <laughs> on it uh maybe i'll play some games um might purchase empire sin and just stream that a bit um <clears throat> but if you really want to follow me you can follow me on twitter on instagram on uh, anywhere worth finding me uh, at the nick
1: flair perfect and people can see the picture of your hamster straddling a control pad oh yeah perfect. oh yeah that's 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 what yeah. i'm there for and yeah, when we started okay, talking back- about
0: hentai
2: and stuff, I noticed that your guinea pig ran away. <laughs> oh, she knows. She's like,
0: "Oh no!" This conversation yeah, again. Oh dear. <laughs>
1: yeah. Cool. Well, again, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us in the chats. You've been awesome. We've been Mega Visions and Nick Flair. So thanks, everyone, and be excellent to each other.
2: Yeah, hang around and go uh, hang out with Game Tracks. He's good people. Thank you though guys. So don't don't hit anything Ram. Don't stop streaming yet. All right, we're okay. waiting game tracks. Peace. Ho ho ho.
0: Later. Fuck you, What?